I beat you to it. Fine. <laughs> um, welcome to our Super Podcast, the podcast we always uh, we we update regularly, all the time, every every week, every day. We haven't day. figured out what schedule we're going to do yet. Why not do it at the very start of our podcast? <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it um, out. Welcome back. It's been um, it's been a year. It's been. A little over a year. It's been a little over a year. Um, we've year had like lots month. of really nice listeners come and tell us how much they enjoy the podcast this year at comic shows, and every single time we've we've given the most sheepish reply where we've been like, oh yeah, we'll, we're we're gonna get it started again soon. Twenty twenty nineteen was really busy, it but was, now it's twenty twenty. Yeah. Year of the podcast. <laughs> the official <laughs> year of the podcast. Um, so yeah, this episode is definitely dedicated to all the people who said that they've enjoyed listening to the podcast so far. This one's for and, you. Um, if you've been listening in chronological order, it's it's kind of funny how the last episode started with us being like, sorry for missing a month of recording or something. Hey, maybe our new schedule is yearly. You get one a year. We haven't done anything wrong. I think it's going to be more frequent than one a year. Maybe not every week. Not every week. Maybe it is every week. Maybe it is. Maybe it's like twice a week. We're going to figure this out. Today basically started with me saying to Sarah, hey, we should do the podcast again. And then I've gone on this little adventure, like finding all of the various bits of equipment from around the house and like finding all the different mic stands, all the microphones. And then you had to find me. I was upstairs <laughs> trying to have a nap. <laughs> the, final, the final piece of the puzzle was, uh, yeah, finding Sarah, who has proved to be the most elusive one to find. Yeah. But you did yeah. it, and we here did we it. are. We're all here, we're assembled. Here's the evidence. We're recording on, on our... We got, like, a little sofa in our studio, and we're, we're recording on there, instead of, like, we usually sat on our, like, creaky-ish chairs. So, Maybe the sofa creaks. Who knows? Well, let's find out. Ooh. I'm hoping it's going to sound like a more comfortable, more Should comfortable we? listening experience. Should we introduce ourselves? It's been a whole <laughs> year. Maybe everyone's should forgotten. Probably. Who are you? <laughs> I'm Sarah Grayley. I'm a cartoonist. I guess is the quickest way to answer that one. Who are you? I'm Steph Perennens, and I'm a person who helps work on comics. We're fiancés. <laughs> we have four cats. Um, yep. Yeah, <laughs> not, I, I don't think that much has changed in the last year. Like, if you've been, if you're, if you're a previous listener to the podcast, you know, you know who we are. We're still us. And if you don't, you'll find out on the way on this podcast journey we're all going on together well Isn't i mean nice? you can find some research first yourselves we're not stopping you from looking online at some stuff <laughs> yeah this um this podcast is very much like the, the same as the last podcast except for a different year yeah we um we kind of figured that uh we we recorded zero podcasts in 2019 so we should probably let you guys know what we were doing that was so important and so busy that it kept us away from recording anything i think the original evil scheme was when we realized that it had almost been 12 months we were going to try and record one exactly a week after the last podcast but like a year in the future and then just make it make it sound like we hadn't missed any at all but you couldn't find me you had to get all the podcast pieces yeah and then together. find all the podcast bits and it's like I think we managed, I managed to store bits and pieces of all the equipment. So we've got like two, we've got like a microphone each, we've got like a cable each, we've got like headphones and mic stands and stuff. And I feel like all of that stuff was split over like three different rooms. <laughs> so it was, it was a, a tiny bit of a mission to find everything, but it's all back together now. Hopefully it'll stay where I it mean, needs to I mean, you did all this work to, to find all the podcast gear, so I feel like we need to at least record three to make well, it work. Like, all in one go. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> 
But um, yeah, no. So this is a, a retrospective of everything we got up to last year. How would you? So 2019. How how would you rate it out of ten? 2019. <laughs> 2019 out of ten. <laughs> That's like a a real number, right? And yeah, last year was uh, it was wild. It was really busy. Steph's written um, a Google Doc on everything that happened. So I did, and then um, I, d- I didn't touch my, my little laptop in so long that it locked, so now I've got to open it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you, you pointed the microphone at me at this, this oh, pivotal moment. Oh, I'm so moment. sorry. Um, I feel like I can't run for it because I'll do it out of order. We need the doc. I need to figure out how to... Oh, I don't want it to lock the screen so quickly. Hi, welcome to our super podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We're figuring out all the all the technical bits on this podcast. Apparently, I'm sure it won't lock again. I've I've got it open, baby. I'm ready to go. I've got it open too. I'm ready to go. Honest. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, the start of this year, we didn't really do much. Like January and February was actually really kind of just us working. I'd say working was a lot. (laughs) I mean, working was a lot, but we didn't really do anything other than work pretty much yeah we, we worked it up I and mean, we had a lot of books out in 2019 like oh yeah ooh. we'll get to that, ooh, that's, that that's all on her <laughs> mostly it's on her um so yeah we were i've got down that we were writing donut so we've written a book together called donut the destroyer which i feel like we'll be talking about a lot more yeah later in the podcast it's uh we worked on that all pretty much all of 2019 yeah and it's out in 2020 yeah. June 2nd. We'll That's, talk about it more. We're going to get to that. We'll get to, we'll get to that. So we, we were writing that at the start of this year, and then you were working on Minecraft Volume 1. Which is out now. That. So if you're like, oh, you can get that. Okay, so, so <laughs> for all the listeners now, just to make this a more palatable listening experience, all of the books that we mentioned are probably going to be out now. Just not Donut. So we're not going to mention about any books being out now for the rest of this podcast. <laughs> no, I am. Because otherwise it's just going to turn into like one eternal plugging session. Sarah, you had seven books out last year. Was it seven? It was seven. I think at one point I decided it was eight. <laughs> I told people. Listeners at home, do, you're welcome to count along at home. Or we'll, by the end of this episode, we'll know exactly how many books Sarah had out last year. That would be a fun a It's fun a thing. fun. It's like a count-along adventure. Yeah. So, um... Wow. Yeah. And, um... So yeah, January, February was just that. It was just us working on stuff and never leaving the house. And then, then we left the house like a lot. Yeah, and then we left the house a lot. So we got to March and we went out to ECCC, um, Emerald City Comic Con in Seattle for the second time. It rules. Um, actually, we're not going this year and I'm very sad about it. Yeah, it's the kind of thing where like towards the tail end of last year, we were like, okay, so 2020, 2020, mm-hmm. as we're calling it, um, you know, we can't do every single show we want to do because, like, going to shows costs money. Like, doing the American shows as well, like, costs a lot because, like, we can't, like, sell anything at those shows. So it's a case where, like, it's just expensive. Flights yeah. across the, the sea. Whew. Oh, boy. <laughs> They're expensive. If you if you want us to go to a show, um, you should tell this show organizers be like hey get that sarah grayley and stuff her runnings and if they can like fly us out that makes it a lot more possible for us to do them yeah tell your local comic show how yeah. are these guys as guests oh wow we're nice work <laughs> we're, on things it's fine we're polite <laughs> we're polite <laughs> we don't take up too much space we won't cause any problems yeah if anything we're very very uh very polite, very nervous people. <laughs> Incredibly nervous people. <laughs> Don't want to upset anyone. Well, yeah, upset we no do. One. We do. Ha- we have got some stuff coming up this year, which we'll get to vaguely. It's mm-hmm. still kind of in the plans, but that's like later in the episode, kind of talk. We're on 2019 now, baby. You know what to 
you know what we're here for. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we went to Seattle for the second time, which was really cool because then we got to mop up a bunch of... So like, there was a bunch of stuff we didn't get to do tourist-wise the first time we went um, in 2018. Yeah. So we finally went up that Space Needle. Went up that Space Needle? Yeah. Um, well, had that's a, a lot. a pretty good glass floor, it's from what I remember. I think that's the one that made me feel very sick. Yeah. So there's like, there's, so right, just like, not to put these like tourist attraction things head to head or anything, but the CN Tower in Toronto has, as a glass floor bit as well. And like, I'm quite weird with heights. Like, if I feel like there's a chance I could fall to my doom, I like get, I don't, I hate it. Bad, bad with heights. If anyone's listening out there with like nefarious plans or whatever, and they're like, haha. <laughs> How will I? How will I take my revenge on Steph for Renins? I'll put him up a high height and watch him be scared. Um, the one, so the glass floor at the CN Tower, which is like a very big, tall tower thing in Toronto. Yeah, I didn't think that's make an me feel. Description. Didn't make me feel like nervy or anything. But the one in Seattle, I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like this, this could just fall out and not be <laughs> sailing down towards the floor. So, um, yeah, congratulations, Space Needle. Your glass floor is, it works. It makes someone who's not fond of heights have to face that fear. Yeah, like... In a safe environment <laughs> that you constantly tell yourself could fall at any second. Canada, I was walking all over the glass floor like, I don't care, whatever. <laughs> so I was just rubbing but, a butt on it. <laughs> it's true. Spinning around. It but was wonderful. Seattle, I was like, ooh. Can't put my foot on that. Oh no. Yeah. Um. The the note that I wrote about this day was we went. So the entire time we were in Seattle, like it started and it was like freezing weather, and by the time we went home, it was like up to like a, a pleasant sunny day style weather, and we went up the Space Needle on like the one day where it was really miserable and raining. Yeah. And every other day was like perfect and clear. But then it wasn't no that regrets. busy. It was pretty good. Yeah. It was. It was. It's all fun. Great. If you wanna be really tall i recommend it it was it was nice to feel so tall mm. and like seattle is very very pretty it's got some very pretty views some kind of foresty bits yeah some I really mountainy like... bits hey seattle quite fond of you we like seattle we we want to come back to like we're not doing ecc this year but we might be getting back to seattle this year but again yeah you know later in the podcast we'll, we'll talk about that it. we'll vaguely we'll talk about it. that stuff later in the podcast um so yeah um we also went to chihuly garden and glass which was like near the Space Needle and it's like a loads of like really weird glass sculptures and like sort of like glass learning and stuff. It's cool. And then the person whose work it is is this person called Dale Chihuly who's like this like pirate looking guy with crazy hair. That's not very nice. He's got like he's got like an eye patch like I don't know why but he, I, I just feel like when you walk in. I he's missing an eye. I don't think it was because he was missing an eye. I think it's just because he had something wrong with an eye. But either I way, I was not expecting to walk into this fancy glass place and be like, ah, it's all the brainchild of this, like, he had a cool wild man. I hope, he, I hope he's a cool person. I don't know anything about him other than he makes lots of glass and he's got an eye patch. I'll be sad to find out if he's horrible. Like, because like, we recently found out that the... Um, oh, so, oh, this is a long story now. Oh, the, person who did, the person who designed the bean is, like, a, 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 a mean person. I can't remember what his name is. Anish Kapoor. <laughs> so I think it's like Sir Anish Kapoor and he's like this sculpture maker and he's the person who owned like, who was given like the exclusive right to use like the blackest black paint that ever existed. So like there's mm -hmm. the kind of like the black paint that like absorbs the most light and he was given like the exclusive like artistic license to use it and then someone came along and was like, right, I'm going to make my own version of this that everyone can buy, just not this guy. And then 
like that guy was like weird about it and posted pictures of him having obtained a pot like with his middle finger dipped in it and stuff so and I thought because of that he was like this young like rebellious artist person but it's like a really old sculptor guy who I feel should know better than to get into petty squabbles about paint on the internet sounds exhausting also he designed the bean and that was the thing I was like, where I was like I only found out that recently and I was like oh See, I quite like the bean, but I don't like the idea of a man putting his middle finger in a pot of paint. Yeah, like, I feel like on the last episode of the podcast, we would have been, we were talking in, like, glowing terms about going and seeing the bean in Chicago, and now I'm just like, oh, we saw that bean, but... (sighs) Separate the art from the artist. Welcome to Artsy Prevention. We're going to get into the real deep topics. Um, Oh, we are not. (laughs) Um, um, Seattle. Seattle, it's great. Yeah, um... Uh, Chihuly glass place. It was cool. It was so good. Some of the sculptures look delicious. <laughs> like <laughs> I keep saying the whole like forbidden the forbidden fruit gummy thing at the moment because there's like a picture on the internet of like a little like like bear resin statue thing and people have like captioned it forbidden fruit gummy and Did I feel you put like, it in your mouth. I mean, no, because it's a forbidden fruit gummy. Yeah, the whole point is no, because it's not going to taste nice. Yeah, it's just like but... you look at it, you think. I so wish that a, were a fruit gummy. And I feel like Chihuly Garden and Glass is like, if you want to go around and look at some weird sculptures and think, hey, if that was like candy. Another fun game. But where when we went around, it's like you kept going like, oh no, one's if you knock something over. That, that made it so much fun. <laughs> Did we ask anyone that? Or was there anything brought up about what would happen if that happened? Wasn't it something like they had like actually loads of spare pieces for in case stuff like that happened? Maybe. I, think I don't there think was like a whole, I, I don't think we asked anyone. There was a whole like little video cinema bit and I wanna say at some point they brought up the idea that things could get damaged, but they had like thousand not thousands of extra pieces, but they had a number of extra pieces, so if anything did happen they could I don't think I could handle it. that emotionally. Even though it was like a pure accident, Maybe. I think I would spend the rest of the day just face down on the bed. Being like, I've done, I've done I, it wrong. I'm worried that my brain's invented that whole thing to maybe make please, walking around. Please okay. do not smash anything. Don't. All right. So people, I think, don't go to the Jahuli Garden and Glass, especially if you think you might knock over some beautiful wiggly glass sculptures. But if you think you can make it round without knocking stuff over, you should go. It was really good. Yeah. It was great. It was I had, good. I it was like, like I, I wasn't expecting to have as enjoyable a time, and there was like a little like they did a little um like glass blowing thing outside as well which was cool yeah it was cool like, to watch um, an exhibition is that what it's called mm-hmm. a demo demonstration it's a demonstration <laughs> my brain forgot the word um but yeah it was really interesting it was really cool um while we were in seattle i think the only press released version of the first Aussie adventure book came out in shops a super adventure volume one now available no no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying that it did and you did like a book site well we did a book signing at phoenix comics and yes stuff. games i want to say phoenix comics and games now i'm not sure well phoenix we, comics we they have games too i'm not sure if it's in their shop title but i don't i don't remember where we came from but like wherever we walked from to the um comic shop was up like a really 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 huge hill yeah and um you know when you start walking up something and you see it as huge and you're like i can handle this but it just kept going it was steep it was horrible we made it to the top i think we had like half an hour before the signing which was great because we needed to die I for mean, like 25 minutes i feel like the the, the 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 proper term would be like we walked from like the lower town up to the 
the upper town. I can hear Pickle just meowing in the background. Yeah, does he get picking up? Pickle does this really cool thing where he sits in the hallway and, hallway and screams because he wants to cuddle upstairs. So, um... <laughs> He's screaming a lot. Oh no! It's this time of night. It's, we're it's recording this uh, half past six on a Sunday evening, and the headphone thing just fell oh, off the chair. It's real professional hours over here. Look, our super adventure. Um, everybody, we haven't done a podcast in a while. You got to forgive us for like dropping our headphone thing. Whatever. And having a screamy boy. Okay, we like. I thought we'd be whizzing through this. We've been getting stuck on each point. Okay. Um. We bought a load of... So, yeah. Uh, our Super Revenge Press starts uh, to begin came out. We That's did a signing of Phoenix Comics. For those coming at home, that was one of the books. We did a signing at Phoenix Comics. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. Thank you um, for having us. <laughs> thank you for having us. Um, and then, yeah. We went. We did ECCC. It was like... I think we did We did stuff all four days at the show. Yeah, we're hard so, like that. Yeah, we did like a bunch of signings and a bunch of panels. Um, I got this really nice unicorn Gundam print from Robert Wilson. So if you like Gundams and art, uh, look at Robert Wilson's work. It's very good. He's available everywhere on the internet if you just search Robert Wilson. It's in our hallway. I pass it multiple times a day. It's really, it's really nice. nice. It's got like... Oh, it's, it's like... Oh, it's like screen printed and there's like foil on it and it's like... Oh, it's just very, very good. He makes these really, really nice prints. And, and he does a lot of a lot of US shows, so if you're going to one, he'll probably yeah, be there. With his really cool prints. Um, I put... We got a Tyson Hess Sonic print and some cool little key rings. Very so exciting. Some little acrylic charm key rings of like... Um, what are they? It's like one of oh, those knuckles uh, and the emerald. Yeah, and then uh, Metal Sonic. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, Tyson Hess does like his artwork's really beautiful, and he does a lot of Sonic uh, like work on the Sonic stuff. So, and he helped with the redesign of Sonic the Hedgehog for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, which I'm excited. Oh but my gosh! We're talking yeah. about 2019, not next yeah, month. Yeah, yeah, no, this I'm month, sure. Oh my gosh, it's so soon. We're <laughs> so good. Excited. I feel like we're gonna have a whole podcast probably just on the Sonic movie. So look oh, out for we that. Should. Oh, back, back on, back on track. Back on track, we've got to stay. This, so apparently, not doing a podcast for a year means you've got like a lot of stuff to talk about. <laughs> Whoops. Um, okay, one really cool thing about ACCC, um, Sarah's art was on the, the four-day pass for the convention. So the cover that you did for um, Minecraft Volume 1 was like actually on the, the convention pass. It was. That was so cool, because um, <laughs> I think I found out like someone uploaded a picture of it on Instagram and tagged me, and I was oh, like, yeah. what? <laughs> So, um, and then someone was nice enough to let me pose with the person, Dark Horse, who published the Minecraft Volume 1. Um, they sent me uh, one of the four-day passes as well. So I'm looking at it across the room because yeah, it's in our studio. We have it like on our little notice board thing. It's That's so cool. neat. It was really, that was a really fun surprise. It was like, just not like, yeah, I think it was just a real, real cool surprise. Yeah. And then, um, at the show as well, unlike the Dark Horse booth, they had like a really, I think it was like on one of their like shop counter bits. They had like... The, the Ender Dragon from that book as well that you draw. Yeah, you I drew, drew Minecraft Volume 1. I drew a lot of Ender Dragons. <laughs> they, are so, they are so bumpy and lumpy. But yeah, it was just causing your art blown up so big and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that was, was really, really cool. neat. So, um, yeah, if you have a four-day pass from Emerald City Comic Con 2019, you, that's got my artwork on it. Yay! Nice. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we, you did a bunch of signings with Only Press. Uh, you did a signing with Dark Horse. You did um, a Scholastic Arc giveaway for Glitch, which is a book which will 
talk it's, more it's about it. It's one of the seven books. It's one of the seven <laughs> books. There were so many books you had out last year. I feel like seven books is ridiculous. So just to um, clarify, I didn't work on all those books in 2018. Like, I wasn't a seven book making oh, yeah, like, machine. I mean, two of those Publish- books were, like, re-releases, I guess. Yeah. So if you're, like, seven books, what? It's publishing schedules are kind of funny. It's yeah. just, like, it all lined up. Three of those books were re-released, I guess. Yes. We'll get to it. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get to it. figure it out. There's a lot to go through on this podcast. <laughs> um, right. So, in terms of panels, I don't think I've wrote down all of them, but you did a really cool fantasy comics panel at the Seattle Public Library with Tracy Edmonds, Michael Gianfrancesco, Dana Simpson, and Jeff Gerber. That was really cool. Um, Seattle Library itself was a really cool building. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like we walked through... We went down an elevator that was, like, in an entirely, like, yellow, like elevator hole it was very it was very beautiful but then the place where all the panels was the like the corridor where all the panels were was like this like entirely like red corridor and i don't feel like it was very well lit either it was kind of creepy but it was fun it was it was a fun mood um before going into a panel to talk about uh books yeah um (laughs) side note he's still screaming is that coming up on the podcast i don't know i guess that's something that we'll be able to find out later and the listeners at home will be able to tell us if they all of a sudden have a phantom screaming cat in their house um the only way to stop him is to go upstairs and cuddle but we're recording a podcast so if if you can hear pickle um apologies yeah i hope it's not like the kind of thing of when you hear like a siren in the background of a recording and you think oh no is that a siren like outside my house like for people for listeners with cats like if you all of a sudden think your cat has developed like a strange kind of whiny scream it's i swear it's not yours it's ours <laughs> sorry <laughs> i'm so sorry he's just he just wants to be part of the podcast he's like why did you not invite me on as a guest sorry pickle it will we'll have to get a third microphone and then record all the podcast upstairs in the bedroom so you no. won't run away and scream <laughs> um okay other good panels um i did a panel i was on um i was on two panels with you actually so there was like were they a, your first panels ever i think they were my first panels ever yeah so oh. there was like um autobio comics with abby howard uh yuko and ananth who do comics under the pseudonym johnny wonder and that was moderated by ari yarwood and then it was us two yeah and we got to talk about like diary comics and stuff and it was, was really good that was really fun yeah it was a very pleasant uh panel experience um, and then um, I also got to do Monster Battle Time with you, mm-hmm. which was great. So like, there was a whole thing of where, like, so it was like, it was three teams of two people, like me and Sarah were a team. And then it was um, Yehudi, Maha- Yehudi Mikado and Ariel Jevalanas and Kimberly Johnson and Rin Howell. And I feel like the other teams were made up of all artists, where we were a team who was like, <laughs> pretty great artist and then someone who is not a very good artist at all so I... there was a whole rule where people had to like switch over like every minute or something so what would happen is um the moderator would ask uh the audience which is primarily kids uh for three th- three prompts monster prompts like big teeth six eyes wings um, yeah. and then the artist teams work together to draw that so it was you were I think you should, you know, you shouldn't tear yourself down. You're a great artist. I'm though. gonna. They were awful. I feel like if, if Sarah started off a drawing, it was good, and then I could kind of, like, add detail to it, and it worked. If I had to start off a drawing, it would be, like, a weird egg with a beak. It was just... I love that egg with the beak. Like. That egg with a beak. I feel like that's the only one I think I've still got a picture of, and it was just <laughs> not a good monster. I think the important... Okay, so we didn't win, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, th- a lo- I think... 
I think all, <laughs> if not most of our drawings, got picked up. At I mean, the end. yeah, all the drawings like found homes, which yeah. I guess is like the main. That's like the main. All the monsters found homes. It's not that's about winning. It's about thing. did someone take your drawing away and want to give it a home? And people uh, yeah. gave our drawings homes. Our monsters found homes. I don't remember. I hope there's more monster battle times that we get to do together. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> like we'll we'll figure it out. We'll practice. Oh yeah. Oh, are we going? We're going to go for the win next oh, time. Yeah. The prizes. Yeah. Just, just clout. <laughs> it's just all clout, baby. <laughs> um, and then what have I got? Oh yeah, and then um, one other really good. Uh, panel that you were on there was a uh, writing graphic novels for any audience which was with Whitney Shepard Gail Galligan Alison Wilgus Colleen A.F. Venable Judd Winnick and Margaret Stoll and I feel like it was just a lot of really cool people all on one panel and I found it very interesting I'm just quietly not in my head like, yeah. <laughs> it's not in your head I guess we are real cool it was good um so yeah that was like that was pretty much ECCC. Um, I didn't write down what burger I had. I got like <laughs> so. Um, the, the two times we've been to ECCC so far, we've been to this like burger place called Little Woody's, and every year they do like a Comic Con themed burger. Now I don't remember what 2018's theme was exactly, but I do remember that the main ingredient on it was like Mountain Dew flavored mayonnaise, which I don't even know how that was a thing. It was probably just like mayonnaise with a twist of lemon juice in it or something. But the um, the burger this year, it was like a Hellboy burger, and it had like flaming hot Cheetos on it. And it was all right. It was a solid all right. It was a weird burger. I did not have that burger, but I did have a good one. It Don't was. Remember what, it was good. Little Woody's is a good burger place. That's my burger recommendation of the podcast. Wow. If you went to Emerald City Comic Con and went to any of those things, thank you for coming out. Yes, on any of the signings and any of the anything. <laughs> any of the anythings. And then, yeah, the last thing I've got here is that we went to the Olympic Sculpture Park before flying home, and we saw, like, a bunch of mountains that we didn't see the previous year because the weather was a lot colder and, like, mistier. Yeah, we... <laughs> really weird seeing a bunch of mountains just, like, appear. It was really cool. It was like, surprise, there were mountains here all along. Yeah, like, Enjoy. hey, remember this cool view that you thought was all right, like, pretty all right already? Imagine there's some mountains in it as well. It was it was great. Oh, no, I wish we were going and we'll see. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll be hopefully going to Seattle. So. Yeah. Um. Okay, so other March things. We flew home, we obviously. Flew home. And then um, the, the end of March, uh, we saw Panic at the Disco live. Yeah, we did. So they did, like, oh. an arena tour, and we got tickets for it. Which were, like, not the best tickets, because we did a thing where the tickets went on sale at, like... It was the thing where, like, the tickets went on sale at a certain time, and I think we just completely forgot to remind, like, write a reminder about it, and when we eventually bought tickets, like, two hours later, it was kind of, like, very high up at the side. But it was still good. It was still, like, good view and everything. Um, Brennan Yuri, like, he wrote a Sky Piano... Like, oh, above the audience. Let's go back to um, the very start of the okay. show. All right, I'm spoiler sorry. alert in case you want to go see Panic at the Disco live anytime soon. <laughs> because they might, they might ride... I'm sorry, they might always ride the Sky Piano. I'm just saying, like, the show opened with Brendan Urie shooting out of a hole in the stage into the air. It's pretty good. And then burst straight into singing a song. And it was, like, the most, like... It was the most incredible opening to anything I think I'd ever seen, just because how often do you see someone get shot out of a hole in the ground and start singing? It like, was pretty incredible. I think we great. should steal it. I think we're bringing oh, back signing. the podcast. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We're bringing back the podcast this year. Let's bring back our band, 
no, this year than yeah. it's been dormant longer. And <laughs> no, it's not a competition. <laughs> and then when we play a show live, we hop out of the floor. Uh, and then, yeah, just straight into like a lawyer's arms who hands us like a. a <laughs> no, this is only Brendan what, Urie's thing. What do you get handed? Yeah, like um, <laughs> they hand us like a lawsuit. <laughs> like, I, I, just an actual physical lawsuit I'm just saying Brendan Urie knew you were going to do this you fools you, you said it on that podcast oh. Brendan Urie listens to it he was like oh I, I liked them before they said they wanted to steal my genius <laughs> idea oh. so obviously like when Brendan Urie goes and visits his lawyer to like to sue someone he just mm-hmm. to, when he enters the office he shoots out of a hole in the ground as well I think that's just how he enters every I think everyone. it's just everywhere I think there's like a hole in the roof of his car and he gets to somewhere and he's just like whoosh he just jumps out and he's like he's there I wish that were me <laughs> um, and yeah at uh, the end of March we went to Scotland again for the first time in a while I think so we did um, Dunflanagan Comic Con which is like a really cool little Comic Con mm-hmm. in Scotland it's, done. it's uh, run by Little Shop of Heroes yeah which it's are... a really pleasant little show and it's really nice yeah I don't um, think it's happening this year but I think they've got they've got plans to bring it back I hope so you yeah. should just visit their shop and buy loads of comics from them instead yes if you're ever in Dunflanagan you know what to do uh, April, we did Swansea Comic and Gaming Con, which I think was the first time we've done like um, a comic show in Wales in a while, mm-hmm. and that was really cool. And um, we're going to be there again this year, but I feel like again that should probably come in like a, a twenty twenty section at the end of the show. So nice, we're doing it twice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, that was a really cool little show as well. So if you're in Wales, if you're near Swansea, go to the Swansea Comic <laughs> and Gaming Show. Wow. <laughs> um. <laughs> Then we get to May, and May was the month that Glitch came out. Oh yeah, Glitch. So, um, what's Glitch? Book. <laughs> I wasn't ready to. I wasn't I'm ready to pitch Glitch. Right, right, right. Fine. You get a bit to talk about. You get a bit to think about it. So first off, we did like free comic book day at Gosh Comics in London, which was cool because they had early copies of Glitch there, and yeah. then you had some sort of copies of there's like a little Minecraft free comic and some. Kim Reaper Vampire Island issues and stuff. I think, did we make a free mini as well? That was for the year before. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you did a signing there. Um, then uh, I've got written down that we fi- that you finished working on Minecraft. No, wait, we finished working on Minecraft because I was like flatting it. Yeah, teamwork. Yeah, yeah. Teamwork. Teamwork. And then um, we'd finished working on getting our Super Canadian Adventure ready as well. Yeah. Because um, for that, that was like the first our super adventure book that we were that we had to get done on kind of a deadline to get ready for it's kind of like dual we, we were going to do it for kickstarter for it later in the year and then it was also going to get released by only press like pretty soon after mm-hmm. so we had to get that finished in time for i want to say the end of april yeah and then when we finished working on that so it's basically like i think all of like mar no i think all of the month of april we were basically working on our super canadian adventure and getting that finished mm-hmm which is kind of cool. Like, I'm really happy with the way that book came out. And it feels like it was, like, one really intensive month getting everything finished. Wait, we should rewind. I didn't talk about Glitch at all. Or was that coming I'm coming back to it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because, okay. like, chronologically, the next thing we did was we finished working on our Super Canadian Adventure and we realised that we were in this kind of, like, weird... Like, this weird kind of area where we kind of had a week that we could take it easy. And then we were like, hey, like, TCAF in Toronto is next weekend. What if we just booked last-minute flights... And stuff went to TCAF, yeah, and so we did that. We went to T- it was like the most frivolous thing I think we've ever done, but it was really nice. And we got like we sorted a few signings out as well, which is cool, yeah. We, um, 
so our super Canadian adventure is about the time that we went to TCAF in 2018 but then we finished that like we finished the in- interiors for that book and we were like okay let's go TCAF 2019 for fun and it was so much fun because like the, the wild thing is when you work really intensely on a book about your trip to Canada for a month and then realise that you could do a similar trip right after finishing working on that book. It's it kind tempting. of seems it's very tempting. Yeah. Because the whole book is about how much we had like a good time in Toronto and then we were like, we could go to Toronto again. Yeah. So yeah, we, we we only went for like I think like three nights. Yeah. This time it was, it was like was literally quick. just like Friday, Saturday and Sunday and then back home. But it was like a really nice like whirlwind visit and we got to buy like loads of books and stuff. Um I wrote down that we got I got the the Girls with Slingshots hardback collection from Danielle Corsetto. Um, we picked up Lorna by Benji Nate, uh, House of the Black Spot by Ben Sears. We bought like loads more as well, but I haven't got them all written down because I don't think we took a we took like a big haul picture of them at some point, but I don't mm-hmm. know where that is. It's probably on one of our Twitters or Instagram. We got uh, a lot of books. We made yeah. that trip worthwhile. It was very cool. TCAF's really cool. Like, um, it's a curated show, and I feel like just like the amount there's so I think there's a lot of people who share tables as well like there's a lot of artists in uh, the Toronto library and they're all killer (laughs) it's like it's a really nice show to go around and just like visit because um, I just wanted yeah I just wanted to pick up everything I think they get a good mix of like like small to middle to kind of larger people. I mean, they had yeah. um, they had Junji Ito as a guest this time around, which yeah. is kind of cool. But like, we didn't really get to go to any of those events. But yeah, there's like there's there's definitely like the TCAF lineup comes out, and there's a bunch of people that you want to see. But there's also just like going around, like we just discovered so many people who are like awesome as well, which is great. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's definitely like one of my favorite shows. It's a very cool show. Um, I worry that it's going to get to like May time this year, and we're going to have like similar like similar urges are we gonna be i think we're gonna be busy in may i think we're gonna be super busy <laughs> so it was kind of it was cool that like it worked out in 2019 that we had like a, a sort of a free week where we could kind of like mess about and not ruin our schedules that much but um yeah it was cool um it was also a really cool trip because you got to see glitch in stores for the first time so they had yeah. copies in page and panel which is like the um the toronto library like teacuff shop basically mm-hmm. and then um also indigo books which i think is quite like a fairly big like branch place in canada they had like a, like a whole almost like a whole shelf of glitch books in there and then they had um the rc prevention book on like three different shelf displays in the shop which was yeah. like wild like i don't think i've ever seen like a book on display in three different places before but that was like a really nice way to end the trip it's really yeah it's yeah. really it's really neat to see something that you've worked on and then it's it's physical form and there's like in a bookshop although like ah. the only the only dumb thing about that is like when when we told our agent after that um he was like oh did you offer to sign any of the books and we were like oh we didn't we didn't say anything or do anything and then he was like oh you know always a good idea to like ask them if you'd like them to if you'd like if they'd like you to sign some books and now we try and do that because we are we are naive little babies i i i always feel really silly asking though like i know like shops probably want you to sign their books but i'm also it always feels like oh hello can i write in this book i made it you're not asking like (laughs) can you write in this book you're asking like would you like them to have you sign in the book yeah I'm just, I mean, I'm very we've, we've heard many stories from like people in, who who work in comic shops about when like they'll get creators come in and just start pulling books off the shelves and scribbling in them, and then they'll go up and say something, and then the person will just be like, "Oh, you know, yeah, this is my book." So like, I don't think I could ever have like that level yeah, no. of like of like confidence. 
because that requires having like a level of confidence, <laughs> you know. But like, yeah, now now we know to be like, did you be polite about it, you know? Hello, <laughs> Hello. would you like me to? <laughs> I did this, and now I'm gonna write in it. Oh, that doesn't sound sincere just... or nice at all. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so that was like, the first time we saw glitch in shops, which was really nice. And then, um, oh wait, 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 what even is glitch? Oh Sarah. yeah! Oh, here we go! Here we go! Okay, so glitch is all about Izzy and a video game. <laughs> no, I'm scowling. You should picture it. It's so glitch is like your your first middle grade graphic novel through Scholastic Graphics. Yes, it's which true. we probably talked about a bunch on the podcast before because I think we were like working on we were probably getting it finished around the time we were doing the last podcast. Yeah, but um, yeah, that came out in stores like worldwide i just heard pickle again um but yeah it's about a girl called izzy who can go into the world of a video game and she has to try and keep it i really want that to be coming across the podcast just so we're not getting distracted by like nothing um but yeah it's about a girl i guess uh, who can find out she can go into the world of a video game but she doesn't really know how to bring that up with the people she knows in the real world so it's kind of like a weird thing of like she has to kind of save the video game world at the same time as still managing her own life and stuff happens. Yeah, she's not great at that. Spoilers. Oh, I, she does. But she's trying. She's trying. She's trying her best. I like how you just um, dunk on your own character so hard. She's <laughs> awful at it. Does a, real, does a really bad job. But, um, um, yeah, no, that's out. And I feel like it was like so long in the making. It was kind of one of those things where like we had it finished like... not ages ago but like finished long ago enough that we were like very psyched to see it out in the world again and we could kind of like look at it with fresh eyes as well yeah yeah i'm i'm very excited it's it's been out for a while now but i'm still very excited about it being out it's very it's very good yes you should be able to get that from real local comic shop or bookshop and if they don't have it and you should politely ask them to get it for you or just order it from our online shop Oh, yeah, you can you can get it from us, and we'll yeah. have it shows. But um, yeah, so the rest of May, we we got back to the UK, and then we did a signing tour at the Traveling Man stores in the UK. So like Traveling Man is like a chain of comic shops in uh, in the United Kingdom, and they've got like a store in like they got one in York, in Newcastle, in Manchester, and in Leeds. And we did all four of them over the course of two days, which we've done in the past before for the launch of Kim Reaper. But um, yeah, this time around we did it for Glitch. We had some cool little like Izzy enamel pins done, and there was like an exclusive book plate that we did for those stores as well. And it was really nice. Like loads of people came out. They um, at the Leeds store they'd adapted their window display from being like Avengers Endgame themed to being like Thanos with like a quote about coming to a Sarah Grayley signing instead of like clicking his fingers to do whatever. Thank you, Thanos. Thank you, Thanos. And thank Just you, Traveling Man. Just for that man. thing. And th- yeah, thank you, Traveling Man. Like, they were very nice hosts, and all the signings were really cool. And yeah, it was really good. It was. It was a nice way to launch a book. It was. So um, we ended that month doing MCM London, and that was like the first time we did a booth at a London show. So we started doing booths at the, um, at the larger MCM conventions in the UK. And like, yeah, it was good. I haven't got anything notable written down about it other than... I like doing well. booths. I think before every time we uh, we do a sh- we do a booth at a show, I think we worry a lot more about the show about like if it's going to go okay and everything, and then we get everything set up and everything ready, and then we kind of like look at our assembled booth and like. What is that? It's always quite good. Oh, I had like a bunch of extra shelf tightening screw bits. 
Yeah, we're really nailing this first episode back. <laughs> hey everyone, it's the first time we've done a podcast in so long. <laughs> I'm just going to keep knocking stuff over. But um, yeah, the MCM London show went really good. Um, you did a pin set for MCM, which I think they started having at that show. Yeah, I think they still have it at their show, so I think you can get it from their merch section. Yeah, I think you can only get it from MCM shows. Like They've got it on their online store, but it's like very much a, you can pick it up at MCM shows and that's it. So yeah. It's like a little collection of comic-con it's got a dragon critters. it's got the mcm logo it's got a goblin on it and it has a little super cat i love that you, you said the <laughs> mcm logo one second like the one you had nothing to do with because it's already I, like a pre-existing design but it's that it's, it's that's that. what you're into but yeah you get the mcm logo and three pens by me <laughs> it's a very cute set um so yeah, that brings us to June. And um, at the start of June, I think it's like literally a week after MCM, we went and did a comic show called Comic Salopia in Shrewsbury. So it's like the first time that comic show has been run. Um, it was a little, it was, it was like we were outside and it was kind of windy. <laughs> so that added like a brand new challenge because we just got this cool like pin spinner thing and the pins might have been flying off at one point. Yeah. But it was like, it was cool. Like we were in like a very picturesque like castle grounds. Yeah, it was an interesting location. Yeah, uh, I would just like to do a quick shout out to the person who bought us a really nice donut. To that oh show. my gosh, it was yes, so good. it was a really good donut, and I've literally forgotten the name of the donut place. But if you live in Shrewsbury, it was probably from that cool donut place that you've got. I like to think that Shrewsbury only has one donut place. Yeah, if right? there's more than one, it's not, not, not that other one, but it's the cool one. If you live in Shrewsbury, maybe just hit up all the donut shops. Yeah. So we can live vicariously for you. I mean, maybe I'll quickly try and search for it now while we're talking. Okay. But, um, Think about that donut a lot. Uh, I would say the highlight of the uh, the weekend was on the Sunday. We bumped into John Allison and Dan Berry and uh, Dan Berry's kids. And we went to Wimpy. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very pleasant time. It was had by all. But that was, uh, that was very nice. Did we do anything else in June? I'd love to find we out did. what we did it was in 2019 Plan- Planet for you. Donut was the name of the shop. Oh, yeah, you should so go. shout out to the kind person from Planet Donut who gifted us some donuts, because they were really nice. They were so nice. Thank you. Um, we celebrated the release of Kim Reaper Vampire Island with a signing at Darkside Comics in Chelmsford. Oh, yeah, that So was that was, lovely. like, a really cool, nice event. Um, Darkside Comics is, like, sadly, like, closed down now, which is, like, a bit of a, a shame, because it was, like, our first time going there, and I think we were kind of a, a little bit blown away by what a really nice, cool little shop it was. So. Yeah, I'm so sad to hear it's closed, but I'm, yeah. I'm happy that we made it out there before. Yeah, it's nice to have gotten to experience it. Like, it was, like, a really cool... It was, like, it's a kind of, like, the small... It's, like, the, the kind of small comic shop you would want to have in your town. Yeah. And it's it's a shame that it closed down, but stuff definitely i think a lot there's been like a lot in terms of price rises and stuff for comic shops in the last few years especially yeah. with like certain events raising diamond meaning diamond raises their prices etc etc so if you can you should totally support your local comic shop yeah like if you've got a comic shop near you like cherish it because there's no guarantee that those shops are going to be around forever without the people who go to them so support your comic shop yeah support your local comic shop they're normally pretty amazing places so do it. Find your local comic shop, wherever that might be. Please and thank you. Please and thank you. Um, <laughs> I've written down uh, a really good note here. This is like a very RC Prevention comic related note. Mm. Um, the, the one night we stayed up until four in the morning playing video games by accident and then made a comic about it, which did like really, really, it got around a lot on the internet. <laughs> 
uh, which is kind of fun. Um, I have like a bunch of pictures of like seeing the sunrise, and it was like a really nice sunrise. But also, it was like ah, uh, we stayed up to four a.m. and it was like weird and bad. It was a total accident. Yeah, and I, that's a weird one because like sometimes as well. Um, drawing like our super adventure comics like i note down a bunch of stuff that happens between us and then like i draw them and i'm like mm, this one's okay this comic's okay <laughs> and then i put it online and everyone's like i'll die for this comic i love this comic i don't think anyone's ever gone so <laughs> no, far they- as saying they'll die for the comic <laughs> and i'm like this comic okay that's kind of cool <laughs> that's the fun thing about i just i don't know what i don't know what the people want I'm just gonna make things. I mean, and I people think, really relate to staying up to a I horrible think, time in the morning playing video games. I think our super adventure has always been a comic that's like, I don't think we've ever expected anything our super adventure wise to mm. be that reliable. <laughs> but people end up being like, oh yeah, we did this weird thing as well. That's cool. It's, it's really cool how people connect to them, even the ones that I don't think people would. They're like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. But then that's the best kind because it's like, oh, this really weird. What you think is like a really weird individual circumstance and people are like, oh, funny story. <laughs> Same we're, all, we're all making horrible mistakes out here. <laughs> okay, also some other good notes I've got from this month. Uh, I finally mowed the lawn in the back garden. Pretty impressive. So, um, I appreciate it. We you. had, in the whole kind of things of like us being kind of really busy, I might have let our back garden grow into kind of like a medium-sized jungle. So, I would say it was, it was up to my waist. It was maybe? up to your waist. I have um, long legs. A lot of the plants weren't even grass. It was just, like, weird weeds that had, like, sprung up and become, like, kind of gargantuan. Mm-hmm. So I ended up going around with, like... We've got, like, a lawnmower and then, like, a little tiny, like, lawn strimmer thing that came as part of a set. And they're not, like, the best things in the world, but I kind of went around with the strimmer, like, on this one afternoon and then just, like, strummed, ever- strummed everything. The thing that we both have hay fever, I really appreciate it. Oh my gosh, and it was in hay fever season <laughs> as well. But I think I was finally like, I need to sort this out because it's like a literal a literal jungle. I think but now I... it's like kind of still serviceable. Like it's not grown back too badly. Mm. I don't think I've actually mowed it since. I think I was probably working on a really tight deadline. That's why I didn't help you. Not Maybe. because I'm, I'm lazy. I just, I did like <laughs> probably. <laughs> I mean, it's it's short now, and that's all that matters. I've put um, Pesto and Wilson are on better terms now, which I'm not sure like where Pesto and Wilson were at last time we did a podcast. But there's there was definitely like a whole like years worth of Pesto and Wilson kind of like. There are cats, by the way. Pesto and Wilson are cats, um, kind of chasing each other around and not being very fond of each other. More so, Pesto not being fond of Wilson. Um, nowadays they they tend to like sleep in the same room as each other a lot and like there'll still be the odd moment where like Wilson will try and get too close to Pesto and Pesto won't be very happy with it but like they get they get along so much better than they used to which Our is kind of nice coexist again. yeah it's weird that like they were fine for so long and then they had a year where they would just couldn't be in the same room as one another and now they're kind of back to being kind of alright yeah it's it it was a bu- that year was a bummer. Um, yeah, but sorry. then the last year has been a lot nicer. So yeah, if your cats aren't coexisting, maybe they will. Yeah, after like, a year. The, the <laughs> gift, it's the time. Time is the best medicine, or something. Is that a thing? I think also just Bag more cat legs. hangouts. Like I feel like we got pesto a bunch of cardboard furniture, and she was like, "Okay." Oh yeah, that's a good point. Maybe it's a cardboard furniture that eventually helped. Yeah. So yeah, Fill your house with cardboard. See what happens. Fill your house with different cat hangout spots and eventually something will click and it probably won't have anything to do with anything you've done because <laughs> I think cats work <laughs> to their own special, special logic. They're very mysterious. I love them. Yeah, they're yeah. very good. 
Um, I also put um, plushes arrive. Oh yeah, we made plushes. So we did like plushes of Pesto and Toby, and I think this is probably like when the prototypes arrive, more so mm-hmm. than the actual plush plushes. But um, yeah, it was cool to have like little plushes, and we've since kind of run out of them, unfortunately, but we're trying to figure out ways of getting plushes made again. I would really like to make... We have four cats, if you are not familiar with the <laughs> level of cats that we have. <laughs> and, uh, I would really like to get a Wilson uh, plush done and a Pixel yeah. plush done. I think um, we're, we're figuring it out at the moment. We've got some emails that we really need to respond to regarding yeah. it, but we'll, we'll keep all of you like up, up, up to date with it because, yeah... We, we branched out. out. We we tried new things. And it they was were really fun. cool. And then we ran out, and we kind of we didn't want to use the same supplier that we used because of reasons. And um, yeah, like we're we're just figuring things out at the moment. But I think ideally this year we'll we'll hopefully have plushes of like all four of the cats, maybe yeah. a little bit smaller than the ones we did originally. So it's hopefully still yeah. stackable. <gasps> He's arrived. The scream, the screamy boy has arrived. So Pixel obviously has heard us talking about plushes. Obviously, like as keen-eared listeners will realise, we didn't get a plush of Pixel made last time. Sorry, and there's Pixel. Every possibility that that's why he's been acting out ever since, because he's like, "Where is my merchandise? Where is my plush <laughs> toy? Where is Baby Wilson? Oh my god, just baby versions of all the cats. Oh, are you getting on that baby? Let's get on that baby, baby train. Yoda train. Yeah. Yeah. Baby Pesto, Baby Toby, Baby Wilson, Baby Pixel. Constantly, no but like babier, their eyes bigger, no. their features just more babier. So yeah, I think that's it up to July. So that's like the midpoint of the year. So that's probably a good time for an advert break. Okay, um, get ready for the ad music. Okay, we're not going to have ad, ad music. <laughs> ad music, ad music. Okay, so our sponsor this week is the Sarah Grady Online Store. <laughs> Go to the Sarah Grady Online Store if you want to buy books that Sarah Grady's done, pins that Sarah Grady's done, a couple patches that Sarah Grady's done, um, and there's one print. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't like it, Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so go to sarahgrady.com slash shop and help support the podcast by buying your Sarah Grady bits and pieces from Sarah Grady online shop. No code needed. Order today. All books come signed. Um, with a little everything drawing Everything shipped in. packed with love. And hopefully not too much cat fur, because they're around sometimes. <laughs> I like to think there's no cat fur. Shop oh, I'm quite. I'm careful when okay, I package good, shop orders. Good. Oh my god! <laughs> if anyone out there is like, "Hey, actually," <laughs> we charge extra for that. Yeah, we don't. Oh, I don't feel like we're a podcast that has sponsors. Not with that attitude. No, I think we just keep not with spon- this update I think schedule. We keep, <laughs> think we keep sponsoring ourselves. <laughs> okay. Um, Can you imagine if we had like a real sponsor? I feel like they a would sponsor. listen. To, a sponsor. <laughs> listen to the show and be like why though who would sponsor us who would sponsor us pickle pixel pixel pickles pixels pickles that sounds weird i don't like it okay okay so we're up to july back to the podcast you gotta do the ad back to the podcast all right so like i i think when i started writing these notes i start i was just like scrolling through like like my my photo on my my phone and i think i just got to the point where (laughs) You should take a picture of that boy. I will. So, like, we, we've got so we've got like a chair like in front of us with like a little like headphone splitter thing on it, and Pixels just kind of like plop down on the cushions because it's one of the chairs that he likes to steal from us whenever we stand up, and it's very adorable. But also, like, I feel like the headphone thing's gonna get knocked over again at some point. Um, yeah. So, um, I started writing a lot of more weird 
things that I noticed that happened throughout the year. So it's not all just we went to this show or we did this thing or this book came out. Um, one time we got back home really late at night and there were two cats on top of a car. Yeah, that was cool. I feel like that was an important event because ever since I've been like, it's made me wary about the neighborhood thinking, what, what like what's going to happen the day when I go to our car and there's just two cats just on there staring at us? You're going to feel blessed. No, I'm going to feel worried. I'm going to be like, what were these cats planning to do before sure. I it's came It's their along? car now. It's their car, yeah, they've claimed it. Um, I think we've noticed like a lot of cats in this neighborhood recently. Like, So there's this one like really, really like big, fluffy, black and white cat. I love that cat. I don't remember seeing it until like a few months ago, but now I feel like it's always around. And what's more is it's always watching me. <laughs> so there's sometimes when like we'll look out of our window of our studio and it'll be perched on like someone's wall, but then it'll just turn around and it'll be like, I know you're looking at me. There was a time when I was taking the bins around the back and it was just standing by a car just watching me. One day I'm going to wake up. You're not going to... I will just oh turn my God. To, to you and you won't be there, but the cat will. <laughs> yes. That cat's just slowly going to like take over Steal me. your life. Yeah. <laughs> but it's weird because it, it feels like it's got like a menacing aura to it. That's like, I feel like the rest of the cats in this it. area, I feel like, have like a mildly friendly vibe. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like this cat is like, I will be the only cat left. This is my area. So yeah, that's uh, Neighbourhood Cats. Neighbourhood Cat Watch. <laughs> um... <laughs> We started doing some streaming on Twitch in July, which I think is something that we also managed to do for a little bit, and then all of a sudden managed to like lose the time to do. But we want to get back to doing that soon. So Deadlines, baby. Yeah. Uh, if you if you checked out any of our Twitch streams, thank you very much. And rest <laughs> assured, we'll be back doing that soon. Um, there was a few things. It's like I hadn't used. Um, we got like a Wii U years ago because we really wanted to play Mario Kart when it came out for it. And then we, it's been kind of like show away in a draw for a while because a lot of the games that came out for Wii U have now since come out for the Switch. But there's a couple of games on there, especially for like virtual console stuff that we like got hold of and would probably be quite fun to stream. So we'll probably be doing some of that in the future. So I can feel like we can probably say what game it is. Yeah. Pokemon Snap. <laughs> yeah, like um, I didn't. So we ha- we've got like an N sixty four with Pokemon Snap, but I was never able to get like the game capture working for it very well. Like it was like a really shaky image. But then um, there's like a Wii U version. I didn't realize there was like a Wii U like emulated version of that game. So yeah, we're gonna have a, a Pokemon Snap stream pretty soon, hopefully. Hey, I wish there was a Pokemon Stadium version because the mini games oh, on that yeah. are so good. I don't think there is. No, I constantly have the Pokemon yeah, Stadium music in my head. Down. Um, cat update. Dangerous game. We are surrounded by three cats right now. And she's kind of walking around where my drink is. I wasn't aware. I wasn't sure if you knew she was behind you for a bit. No, I was sure she was there. I, <laughs> I was just busy fixing stuff. Um, yeah, so we did some Twitch streaming. Um, and then mid-July, we went off to San Diego Comic-Con for the second time ever. Yeah, it was wild. It was wild. Um, we went into it with a mindset of... Yeah, we've been we've been to San Diego Comic Con before. We know what to expect, but it turns out it get, I guess it's gotten busier. <laughs> like, we went we went three years ago, and I think we 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 I think we thought we knew how busy it was going to be, and then we were there for the they have like a preview night on Wednesday where they open for like a couple of hours in the evening, and I was expecting that to be like our quiet little like moseying around time, but it was really busy and really hectic. So um, I was not ready for it. <laughs> Yeah, no, um, yeah, it was, it was, 
Have you guys been to San Diego Comic Con? It's huge. It's really huge. It's really <laughs> and busy. Full of people. And it's kind of, I mean, it wasn't as hot as the first time we went, which was kind of all right. That was pretty great. Yeah. The first time we went was like, it was a scorcher. There's <laughs> really more people I'm, call I'm it. sorry, can, what was it? Can I hear that again? <laughs> it was real hot. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was scorchy, <laughs> um, but yeah, this time around it was like it was warm still. Like don't get me wrong, it was still hot, mm. but it wasn't like swelteringly hot. Too much. Yeah. See, yeah. we're 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 in England as well. If you did not uh, figure that out from our accents, and uh, <laughs> we're kind of just used to miserable weather. We're we're really used to it being dark all the time. Um, so I was a big fan of it being like mild. Love it when it's mild. Sorry, I can't get over. My pesto is just chilling by the side of me right now, and I'm like, "Come on, you're a podcast professional, Stefan. We've recorded ten episodes or something over the space of two years. Oh, it's been a year though. Focus, I've fallen focus. out of my good habits. Ignore. We've got ignore like pesto. three cats around us right now. And they're all they're great. Surrounded us. Where's Toby? It's really exciting when there's four uh, in a see, room. If if these three are around, we're Toby's- outnumbered. Toby's just like I'm. I'm too cool to hang out in the whole group. Toby is our coolest cat. July, July. San Diego. Um, we tried In and Out Burger. Finally, it was all right. It was okay. It was all right. It's um. It's probably like number th- three on my list. Wow. So like, I think Shake Shack and Five Guys are like up there, punching it out for the top spot. And In and Out was all right. It was kind of. I don't know. I think that was too much hype. Sorry, I think, everyone. I think Burger Places should sponsor us, and then we'll talk about them, but more, more exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> when we got... Okay, so I wrote down the... Um, we got... So when we got to San Diego, we were... we So we took a bunch of pin badges with us to give out at signings. So, like, the, um, the glitch pins that I mentioned before that we had for, like, the, uh, the glitch signings. We bought a bunch of those with us to give away at signings, and we bought like a bunch of postcards with us as well to like, like, so for like Sarah to doodle on and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've written that we, when we got to the airport, we were like kind of stuck talking to the customs people for ages. Yeah, that's, because, that's always fun. Yeah, like I think as soon as we mentioned that we'd brought some things to give away with us, they were like, "We're we're gonna talk to you now." <laughs> and so there was this whole thing of like trying to explain what comics are and what that's all about and that we're not going to like sell stuff we're going to like do panels and signings and then it gets all like weird and heavy and they start talking about like so what's comics how do you what do you mean you do comics so i think the cool thing is like our visas say that like we work in comics and when you tell people who don't work in comics or are not interested in comics that you work in (laughs) comics they're like that's not a real job or that's not real so um, there was definitely a point when they were asking us about the comics we make, and I was like, "I do my Minecraft for Dark Horse," and they were like, "What's what's the Dark Horse?" Oh yeah, because I, th- I think they thought the Dark Horse <laughs> was the name of the comic you did or something. Yeah, and then I know at the time uh, Dark Horse were doing a Stranger Things com- um, comic, and I guess they had stra- like a trailer for Stranger Things on their website because uh, <laughs> the guy was on his computer, the Stranger Things music was playing. I was standing there politely with all our files. <laughs> yeah, like we we got like all of like we get like we write like proper like detailed itineraries and stuff just in case we ever have people ask questions when we're going over. And like it's just it's just so funny to see them like looking at the stuff going like oh you're doing this panel or this signing or whatever and it's all very it's like trying to have to explain like the entire like business of comic books 
and it's like it never gets old. It never gets but, old. But um, I wrote I wrote down that by the time we got out of the airport, it was like super late, and it was super like kind of it got like really dark. Like, I think I think we were like the last people there from our flight for sure. It's it's, it's I think it's happened a few times where we will get out and the airport's like pretty empty. Yeah, and that's that's always kind of really bizarre because like I, I feel. <laughs> The journey over. I saw it was, on our journey to San Diego Comic Con, we got recognised on oh, the way in the yeah, airport, which like was really fun. Um, <laughs> but it's always yeah, the airport's always like really packed and busy. So then when you come out of it and you're like, oh, it's like a ghost town in here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we we got out and then we got over to our hotel and like fireworks were going off as yeah, well. We it was got, like really late at night. We got into our room and then like we were like oh there's like a little balcony and then we opened like the room the, the door onto the balcony and there was like a fireworks display going off over like the marina and it was like really picturesque and cool yeah it was pretty cool i'm like <laughs> I, I yeah i think i wasn't expecting that yeah like at all it's like <laughs> crazy um i've written down that i bought loads of gundam models on preview night because um i know it's kind of in advance <laughs> Where's Pesto going? Uh, I don't know, I'm worried. She's going too high. Yep, um, Pesto's just climbing up a load of boxes behind us. No big deal. No if you hear some deal. big crashing noises soon, it's just Pesto, you know? She's just gonna jump on us. She's doing her thing. Oh dear. I'm sure she'll be okay. Anyway, so yeah, um, I did like, I noticed that um, uh, Bluefin were gonna be like selling like a bunch of like exclusive like. Um, like rare like Gundam models with like clear bits and stuff do you want to explain what a Gundam model is it's like a Gundam model is like a model robot like suit thing oh god sorry based on like the Gundam anime series is about like people who like fight in these big mecha battle suits Mm mhm and so Gundams are like these like plastic models you can buy, which like they all come as like little all these like hundreds of parts on like flat plastic sprues, and then you clip out the parts and you clip it all together, and you end up with like a really cool like robot mech suit thing. It's like you do a puzzle, but then you have a small robot at the end. Yeah, it's like a puzzle, but it's not a puzzle because it's not like. <laughs> Sorry, was that a bad? Yeah, example? it's like <laughs> it's not a puzzle because you've got the instructions, you know. Um, but yeah, no, that was really cool, and I got like a bunch of models that were really nice and. I wish I could tell you what they all were right now off the top of my hair. Oh my god, my legs! <laughs> For the listeners, first I just jumped pretty much straight onto Sarah. Okay, baby. I was. Oh, I was she's by my side. Pretty Where worried when she went up there, and uh, turns out it was for good reason. No I one, love her. What is no she doing? No one is safe. She's getting settled just, on my lap now. Just want a podcast. She's sniffing pixel. <laughs> Guys, we're doing our first podcast in a year. This is why the listeners can't have nice things. <laughs> I blame I blame the, the I blame the cats for the lack of podcast pesto. You're adorable. I can't believe you're hanging out on me. Anyway, <laughs> San Diego Comic Con. Um, we went to like a Scholastic Press party thing, which was re- really cool. And um, you got asked to do like an introduction for Polina Ganushu, who's doing the art on the new Shira book. Yeah, I Scholastic Graphics out like really soon as well. Yeah. So that was really cool. Like it was fun. Like watching you kind of like. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just watching Wilson claw his way up by the side of you. This should really be a video podcast at this point. I think everyone's just our cats are really excited that we are back in the podcast game. Alright, I'm thinking maybe maybe for like next time, maybe let's think of a way of doing this as like a video podcast or something. 
what's everyone can see just us to like see like what we have to deal with because like right now we've got like three cats around us in various ways shapes and forms pesto is like nestling on my lap now pesto generally does not sit on laps either no so wilson's like starting to creep behind you because that's where pesto was a second ago which is now of course where he wants to be yeah and then pixel's just like he's guard- on the chest he's just guarding our headphone adaptive that's that's kind of standard pixel though Everyone this is else. really derailed. I thought this was just going to be a quick whistle-stop tour for everything we got done, and now it's turned into we're getting invaded by cats. I'm so sorry if this is bad to listen to. <laughs> right. Um, Scholastic Party. He did an introduction for Plina Ganushu. That was cool, because like, I, I don't often get to see you like, do you like that kind of thing in an event, I guess. I don't often get to see myself do that. <laughs> yeah, no, it was cool. I think you did well. It was, thank you. always bring you. a really positive energy to those kind of things. I think that was good. Oh, thank you. Um, we got to hang out with a bunch of cool people. Um, we got to hang out with Rainer a bunch, um, Katie and Ryan. Was it Ryan? Yes. Ryan. Uh, Andy Renson, who does hourly. Uh, Twee Sutherland, who does the Wings of Fire series. And then after about an hour or so, we got really anxious, and then we went and watched the end of an Anamanaguchi set that they were doing outside the convention center near where our hotel was. The cool thing is about San Diego Comic Con is there's like a bunch of stuff happening all the time, everywhere. Um, We wanted to get like, I think the tickets were free and they sold out like immediately online, but we got there. I was like, I could see some space for Sarah and stuff in this crowd. They let us in. Our initial plan was just that we would be like we would just watch it from outside because it was like an outside event and then we were like walking by the side of it we were like hey we can like see really well from here oh yeah it was it was part of the um adult swim on the green so they they always have this big field where they do stuff in so it was part of that and we were like yeah i guess we'll it was cool see them and so yeah i think that only started like just after we like as we were walking up to the place we could like hear it in the distance i think that only just started what a perfect time to get nervous it was really cool yeah um was really nice it was lovely so here's like a a little like tip for anyone out there in like in podcast land if you ever see us at like an event just standing about come over and talk to us because we're probably too nervous to go talk to anyone (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) but yeah the event was really nice it was nice to get to talk to everyone and then it was like it got to a point where we were like oh they had a really good like little um little taco like tortilla stand thing that was good Mm -hmm. i think i got some really good ones of those and then we got kind of going but yeah it was nice like talking to all like the scholastic folks and everything yeah so it was a very cool party and then we got nervy and left (laughs) because we're not not, like the most confident of human beings we'll get there eventually if you're ever like oh sarah and stuff left the thing it's not you it's us don't worry about it I think we did a very good exit. We did one of those exits where we kept bumping into people and talking them for, to, for like a whole bunch of time. Yeah. So, yeah, it was cool. Uh, I also wrote down, uh, you did a, a graphics panel with a bunch of people. So um, you did a panel with Jim Benton, Jennifer Holm, John J. Muth, and Raina Togelmeyer, where you all did like presentations on your graphics books. Yes. That was fun. I talked about Glitch there, because Glitch had recently come out. You did indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, you did a panel um, LGBTQ plus in YA with Rosemary Valero, Connell, Claudia Aguirre, uh, Lila Sturgis, and Amanda Mullally. That was really cool. Yeah, that's that one was of my like, favorite panels. Of that the was as well. Uh, um, oh, that was like at the top of like the San Diego Library. Yeah, and was... I feel like it took us a while to figure out how to get there. <laughs> yeah, I, we we made it. 
yeah. which was good. Uh, but it was definitely a very sweaty adventure as we oh were rushing God, about. Yeah. And also, here's the thing: like, you look on Google Maps and you're like, okay, it will take like two minute walk from where we're staying <laughs> to where we're going, and then you get into the San Diego Comic Con um, crowd and you're like, oh no, this is going to be a 15 minute walk at yeah. least. So. Hey, if you're going to San Diego Comic Con, hot tip. Oh, yeah. You've got to add a big buffer to your work times. I mean, also the fact that it was like a case of like getting there and it's like, okay, so where is the room that it is? And you find out, oh, yeah, it's on the very, very top floor. So yes. we had to go like elevator after elevator after elevator. And then there was like a lift that went up and it was like, it was a lot. Yeah. But it was cool. That panel was like really interesting, I thought. And oh, thank you. It was a bit of a weird <laughs> one. I had someone eating like an entire packed lunch by the side of me. Oh, really? <laughs> and inside like, throughout the whole thing and it was like it was a lot um yeah and then um the last one i've got written down is growing up with comics that you did with cecil castellucci and amy Meverson. i thought that one was really interesting I as well i also had a great time at that back to back well i don't yeah. think were they back to back not back to back one of them was on the sunday one of them was like on the the friday i think so. either way not great. back to back at all <laughs> like <laughs> great great panels a great yeah. time had by me yeah, um, that whole show was really, really good, and we did like loads of signings and stuff too. We met so many people at that show. Yeah, um, I don't want to be because you keep mentioning places and things we've been to, and I don't want to be like, "Did you come to this? Thank you for coming." Oh, I yeah, just want to yeah, do yeah. a big thank you at the end, but thank you. Yeah, <laughs> um, we also got to go watch them an Adventures on Live book tour event thing, which was really cool, and they had Lin Manuel Miranda guest starring as Angus McDonald, boy detective. It was it was pretty good. I think that was amazing. There was some critical role people there as well, but like we're not overly familiar with critical role but like enough to know it's a big deal we're not critters as you would say but uh there were a lot of critters in the crowd there was a lot of critters in the crowd everyone was like screaming and then i got to do a little scream because i was like well everyone's screaming i think i'll join in (laughs) it's really nice you're not normally a screamer if there's a crowd like making noises you're not normally there like i was just quite i just quietly clap and just sit there politely Mm, yes 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 i do a clap like this Tiny quiet claps. But uh, Lee Manuel Miranda came out. I was like, sure. If everyone else is screaming, guess I'll join in. It was very cool. It was oh, a really it was, enjoyable it was event. Great. Um, then I've got. We flew home. And we launched a Kickstarter. So we did a Kickstarter for our Super Canadian Adventure and Woo. like the box set of the books with American Adventure, and that was like really good. Like um, we so when we were like figuring out stuff for that release, we we said we only ever wanted like five hundred of our version of the box set. Mm-hmm. thinking that that would like last us a while so the there's like an only press version of the box set that got released as well which has like regular gold foil and it's like a set mm-hmm. of our two travel comics and then our version had rainbow gold foil and i think when we were doing that it was a kind of a case of oh yeah if we get 500 like maybe if you will go on the kickstarter and then we'll have some leftover for shows and like most of them kind of disappeared on that kickstarter which is kind of crazy yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks to everyone who <laughs> backed that Kickstarter because, like, we weren't sure like how like well that Kickstarter was gonna do because like the travel comics are like a, a, a slightly different beast to the regular comics, but it's really nice knowing that you're all out there like hyped up about them and stuff. And so yeah, thank you for anyone who supported that Kickstarter or has picked up the book since. I I did a gasp because uh, pickle knocked something, <laughs> but um yeah, I felt feel very supported thank you everyone yeah it was really cool and we got to make like a load of cool merch for it as well like those pins that we made for that kickstarter i think are some of the like our favorite pins that we've made so it was really cool thank you um we celebrated the release of minecraft finally which is the comic that also came out this year for everyone counting and also i think there was this was done in um to celebrate 
the 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 wider only press release of the second our super adventure book as well video games and pizza parties that was released as a kickstarter the year before mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so both of those we did like some signings at forbidden planet in london and forbidden planet in birmingham mm-hmm. so those are books that came out <laughs> books. What, um, what number are we on also five our super adventure one Glitch, Kim Reaper, Super Adventure 2, Minecraft. So that's five. That's five. And then the travelogues and the box set. Within the box set count, really? Box set doesn't count, no. So seven books overall, then. Seven yeah. books, baby. Um, the cool thing about Gotta the Minecraft book, I, I only found this out um, the other day, but it was like the 150th best-selling book in comic shops last year in America. So that was like really cool. That is really cool. So like, um, like Diamond like put out like charts of like how well stuff sells over the year. And it was cool seeing Minecraft like just chilling, yeah, just chilling in that chart. Um, yeah, it's it's a I think it's a really fun book. I did the artwork on that, and uh, Svear Monster um, wrote it, and they wrote a really fun adventure, which is great because I love to draw really fun adventures. Yes, as you a- may have figured out from my other <laughs> <laughs> sequential stories. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it was very good. It was cool seeing it. Like, it's nice that, like seeing it out and about in places as well. Minecraft. Yeah, it's Minecraft. What? I get it's to so play surreal. in the space, and then that means I also get to buy all the Minecraft merch that I want. That's oh my the god. rules. We've bought so many. Rules. We've bought so many cool Minecraft like minifigures and stuff now. They're so cute. I love them. They're very <laughs> good. Uh, I've written. Okay, we're up to August now. August, I've just written lots of merch designing and working on donut because the 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 deadline for us to finish. Okay, so like when I'm like talking about all these other things that we were doing. Mm-hmm. We were like working on stuff all the all in between the stuff. So we like the rest of the, like this year we were pretty much working on donut. Yeah. So I when do ev- we talk about donut? We'll get to donut soon. Okay. I guess I can wait a little longer. Yeah. I love so donut. we started working on donut pretty much as soon as we got back from TCAF was when we started working on donut like more like that was like the main focus I guess from that point mm-hmm. and then our deadline for donut was like the end of September. So pretty much all of August was donut related. Like, probably finishing inking, starting colouring, I mm-hmm. would guess. And then, um, yeah, just we've got a lot of merch designed that we wanted to release at, like, the the, the, the autumn slash fall shows that we were doing. And then we got to September. Um, um, our friend and, like, former editor Ari Yarwood came to visit the UK from America. And she came to stay with us for a few days. And we took her to Cadbury World. <laughs> Because that was, like, the most... That was, like, the, the coolest thing we could think of in, like, in the Birmingham, West Midlands area to do. I feel that was a big, big burn on Birmingham. Like, oh, Birmingham's got cool stuff. It's just that Cabri World was, like, the first, most immediate thing that came to mind. I think it was kind of cool. It's okay. Right? It's all right. I, I used to work at Cabri World for a month. So, you know... <laughs> It's, it's all fine. right. I like that. Um, so, Cadbury World is like basically. So the um, Cadbury who make the chocolate, they, they you're all out there listening, going nodding, going yep, love that stuff. They <laughs> they have like kind of like their main factory is like located in a place called Bourneville in Birmingham, and we used to like live like really close to there. And um, like yeah, like they have like a kind of a factory tour kind of thing that none of it's actually in the factory anymore it's just basically like kind of on the peripheries of the factory but um it's like a lot of like weird chocolate themed stuff um so they have their own mascot which is a chuckle bean um which i think you should google uh, <laughs> it's uh, and they have 
a raid in Capri World that is kind of like um, it's like, it's, like it's, Disney a, it's, it's basically like it's a small world. It's a small world, but it's with chocolate beans. With these like little chocolate egg shaped craters. And uh, I think if you're gonna go to Capri World, that's uh, that's the main pull. <laughs> so I think my main my main thing about the chocolate bean, the the beloved mascot <laughs> of Capri World. <laughs> um, when's it gonna? When's the chocolate bean finally gonna break out and become like a bigger mascot? So. Uh, you know what? No, you I wouldn't know that it, it would exist if you hadn't gone to Capri World. I think it's more important that, mi- that uh, Mr. Capri's parrot breaks out. Mr. Capri's parrot icon. is a treasure, and a I feel treasure. like they've not used they've not used it in they're advertising. Wasting that parrot, but they say, they know it's a money spinner because they're selling merch of it in the shop. We give, bought we bought a little keychain of it. Mr. Capri, give me the parrot. See what I can do with the parrot. My favorite thing about the the Capri tour is that there's um. There's one specific person who they show three different times, and each time it's meant to be like one of the original founders of Cadbury World, or like mm-hmm. of, not Cadbury World, of like Cadbury's the company. Full stop. And that's where they they show him three different times being played by actors or as voiceovers or whatever, and he's got a different accent each time. It's fun, makes it up. But like, I, I feel like if I was designing like a histor a historical experience about the beginnings of my company, I'd want at least the main character to be consistent. Capri World is like walking through an advertisement for a Capri. Yeah, it was also like a quiet day, so they didn't turn on some of like the informational fact screens at the start. Mm-hmm. So you're walking through this whole kind of thing about like where like the the Keiko beans are farmed from and stuff, but they've got none of the screens actually on. So you're walking through this whole like out of context experience where they're not really explaining why you're walking through what you're walking through. I'm not sure. I feel I feel bad. I feel like we've been too um, blunt about Cadbury World. And they can take it. I'm They're scared Cadbury. that Mr. Cadbury is going to knock on our door and scold us. <laughs> Mr. Cadbury's going to knock on your door, throw the parrot inside, and be like, "He's yours now!" <gasps> Yay! <laughs> oh yeah, that's like right before it's like three a.m. and the, the parrot's like screaming at you for more mini eggs. I feel like that's the, all it eats. It's the main. If you don't know who Mr. Cadbury's parrot is, he just screams as well. If you just search on YouTube for Mr. Cadbury's parrot. It'll come up, probably. But there's a bunch of adverts from, like, the 90s where it's just this crazy cat parrot, like, popping up out of places and squawking and screaming. And How did we get to... Like, it wasn't meant to be this much. Let's move on. Um, yeah, we finished Donut in this month. And then, basically, we, we immediately went up to Scotland again for MCM Comic Convention. Scotland rules. I like Scotland. Yeah, we hadn't done that, that show for a while because it had clashed with a different show. And it was really nice to be there again. And we also, like... Did our biggest booth ever as well, just because like when we were booking booth spaces, we were kind of a bit rambunctious and we're like, yeah, let's book this one and see what happens. And it was really cool. It, it was very like, cool. Scotland's very far away, so it's like, oh, we we get we go over when we can. Yeah. And every time we go, it's really delightful and lovely, and we have a wonderful time, which is great. It was really good. It was also the first show that we had um, cardboard standees at, so we made like a cardboard oh, yeah. standee of Pesto and a cardboard standee of Izzy from Glitch. And it was fun because like when we were going up there, like the, we had the standees like unassembled and folded up in the car. But then when we assembled them, there's like there's no real way of unassembling them. So it was this whole thing of like having to squish them back in the car to get home. And then ever since we've been taking them to shows, it's a case of like trying to figure out how exactly to get them to fit in the car again. So like when we go to a show, um, we drive up in a car and we kind of like you 
delicately Tetris everything into the car. And we spent a long time packing up the car. And then when you get to the show, you kind of like, you go into like an unloading area and you have about, it depends how much time they give you. Sometimes it's only 15 minutes yeah. and you rip everything out of your car and it's always really heavy and you haul it over to your booth space and then kind of loading your car back up. So you don't get to like delicately figure out how everything goes back in. So, um, yeah, this, bringing the standees home has been an experience. I feel like we managed to just about figure out a situation where they're, like, they're almost over the top of the back of your seat, yeah. but they don't interfere with how you can sit. <laughs> it's still legal. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, like, it would never be, like, illegal. It's not going to get in your way or anything, but, yeah, no, they're large. We should have probably got them, like, a foot smaller. But then, no, oh, then they wouldn't be as big standing up, so... Yeah, if we're oh. um, we'll have them again at UK shows that we're doing this year. So um, please come visit us and us our, yeah. our, our large pesto. Yeah, please, please take two D pesto. Please take pictures with our standees and make us feel <laughs> more sensible for having them. Um, it's probably getting to the point where we should have like a larger vehicle for doing shows, but I don't I don't like driving a larger vehicle. So and I can't drive. <laughs> Hooray! What <laughs> <laughs> solution? I'm sure we'll figure it out eventually. I feel like I'll just learn how to drive like a really large farm. We probably we and then I'll be like I don't like driving small cars. Um, so yeah, that's September, October. We went back to New York Comic Con. Um, with New York, we always do this really fun thing where we don't really plan anything out before we get there. And so this time around, like, we got through, we got into New York and, like, we got barely any questions. So I was, like, saying about San Diego before, about how we got, like, loads of questions from, like, the customs people. New York this time around was like, yep, cool. Yes, New York. Get They're, in. like, cartoonists. Yeah. Yeah, We've why got, not? We know cartoonists. We've got Get loads of them. We know comics. We know what it's all about. Dark Get into Horse. that Comic-Con, That's huh? clearly a publisher. <laughs> I love Dark Horse. <laughs> Umbrella Academy? <laughs> Watched it and read it, my friend. Um... So yeah, we got into New York without any problems, which was nice. And then um, we, uh, yeah, we didn't really like plan out like cool food places or anything, which was like really silly because most nights we would just, we would go to the, the convention and do like panels and signings and stuff. And then we'd be like, what do we want to do for food? And then we'd end up just like going and getting like just dumb stuff like Chipotle. And I love dumb stuff. Chipotle, I love Dunkin' Donuts. Chipotle is great. Dunkin' Donuts is great. All these things are great. But it's like... We would leave it to the point where we were so hungry that we couldn't really figure out what we wanted to do. Tell us your recommendations for places to eat around New York Comic Con so the next time we go, we know what we're doing. Or yes. we could research it beforehand. Yeah, we did get... Um, we ordered a... Oh, we ordered a pizza from Joe's Pizza, which was, like, one of those, like, quote-unquote, like, famous pizza places in New York. And, like, it arrived into our hotel foyer, and I, we were just, like, sitting about. And Sarah was like, there's a guy wearing a Joe's Pizza t-shirt there. Is that not the person delivering the pizza? And I was just there being like, nah, that's probably just someone wearing It's like a famous pizza place. They're just wearing their... They've, bought, they've probably just bought, like, a, a, like a, like a, a souvenir t-shirt from there. But no, it was the guy with our pizza, and we were both, like, sitting in different bits of this hotel foyer for, like, about five minutes. Like, absolute silly people. So that was fun. Pizza was good, though. <laughs> it just felt really, si just felt really silly afterwards. Um, and then, yeah, we did, like, a bunch of panels and signings and stuff again. Um, we did a panel about... We did, like, a presentation about our new book, Donut, uh, The Destroyed Together, which was really fun. That was really fun. It's, um, yeah. So I really like doing panels with you. Same! Yeah. Um, it was, like, the first time we've ever done, like, a presentation together. And 
I mean, people seen people said they thought it was good afterwards. So oh, that's nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> take that at, like I'm gonna take that at it's I'm gonna take people at their word. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it was really cool. Um, maybe this is a good time to talk about donut. Yeah, so I think donut intro is like the book that we like we've been working on for most of uh, 2019, and like we finished it just before like doing New York Comic Con and all that stuff. And um, yeah, it's coming out with glass. It's coming out through Graphic Scholastic, and it's um, yeah, it's a book about a girl called Donut who comes from like a really villainous family, but she wants to go to hero school and she wants to do good and she wants to be like the best person she can be. But like her best friend is quite villainous, and obviously her before mentioned parents are quite villainous, and it's kind of a book about trying to go your own way and do the right thing and like follow your heart even when the path to do that isn't the easiest path. And everyone's like, a hero? Really? Don't you want to be a villain? Yeah, also, like, her, her last name is literally, like, Destroyer, so it's kind of a bit, like, she sticks out a lot when she starts at hero school. And, I don't know, it's, I guess it's a book about finding good friendships and doing the right thing and following your own path. You made it sound really wholesome, and it is. It's, it is really <laughs> wholesome. Like, um, I'm, I'm really proud of it. Like, I think it's a really nice book, and I'm excited for it to come out in June. Uh, we we wrote this one together, so this is like our yeah. big collaboration book. Um, it's really exciting, it's, and and I feel like it's really. I love this book. I'm really excited for everyone to read it. I think it looks tight, but um, it's been really nice writing a book with you. Yeah. Because yeah. Working together is great. I love working with you. I'm, I'm a fan of it. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we're going to do that more. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. <laughs> um, the really cool thing about Donut is we literally just received the first, our first like finished copies of it the other day. And so that's like really exciting. Because like up to then, like um, there were some kind of advanced copies that were made up in time for New York Comic Con. But they're like... They're kind of like um, a very sort of like unfinished stage where like it's like the first 12 pages that are fully colored and finished and then the rest of it was kind of like pencils with like the final lettering. So it was kind of cool like seeing those in print form but getting to see the actual finished book in print form is like it feels good because I feel like it's been so long since we worked on it as well mm. that it's nice just like seeing like the final finished thing and just being like yeah like it's the thing we worked on. It's <laughs> got to my own horn feel really good about the colours, so it was really nice to see, like, the whole book colours. They're very... It's a very nice looking book. Yeah. Go us. Good work. Yeah. High Go five. Team. I was just gonna <laughs> do that. Oh, yeah. you can't just lie. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was, like, New York. Like, New York felt like it was, like, very much, like... I don't know. It feels like it kind of just went by. We had, like, a really nice night when we walked along the High Line and stuff because especially because like for your um for your birthday night we were wanting to walk along the high line then we left it like half an hour too late and they'd like close the doors to it and stuff which i did not yeah. realize was a thing they could do the high line is like um i think it's like a big tourist spot it was very busy when we went along it but it yeah. was like it's really nice like it was we went on like a really nice evening i think when we got to new york like it was scorching hot uh, oh my gosh like Thursday, and then like on the actual New York day, like, Comic-Con day, it was, like, pouring it down. <laughs> so, like, I think both days we were just, like, mm, we're just gonna watch anime in the Oh, hotel. my God. We watched loads of um, Kill the Kill on, like, American Netflix, and then we got home and it's not on UK Netflix, yeah. and I felt so... We watched, like, about 13, 14 episodes of it, and now yeah. we've got, like, we can't watch the rest of it. 
So we need to figure out how to do that. No so I don't think it's on Crunchyroll. I don't know where it's... It'll be somewhere. We'll find it. We'll go back to America. We'll watch him on Netflix. <laughs> well, finally, we we'll exploring. go back to America just to watch the rest <laughs> of Kill the Kill. Um, so yeah, we got back from New York. Oh wait, I bought more Gundams. That's important. That's so I bought more important. Gundam models. So Sarah was doing a signing at Kino Kinea's um, stand. Like Kino is like a bookstore, and they were, they were doing like some signings and stuff at the at the convention. And so while Sarah was doing this show, I thought, okay, um, the Bluefins, the Bluefin stand at this one, the one who sold the Gundam models, they looked like they had like a really long line going like all the way around it. So I was like, okay, if Sarah's doing a signing for an hour, I could probably like wait in this queue and it probably hopefully won't take more than an hour and we can kind of like meet up again after. And so I got into this line that was going around this entire big booth that's basically just like a tiny little shop. And like the line only took like 10 minutes. And then I was inside, and then I picked up like the the, con- the the convention exclusives I wanted, which again were like all ones with like clear plastic parts because like that's like my jam is like models with clear plastic. And then um, I was like trying to walk around New York Comic Con. I was like, right, I've got like forty minutes to kill. I could just probably walk around the show for a bit. And then I was like, I'm walking around the show, these like two very big bulky bags, and it's like such a crowded show. And I just immediately got super anxiety, and I had to just go like rush back to the hotel and drop them all off. And then I just about got back to the show to meet you outside, and then I can't remember what we did afterwards, but... It's very rare for me to do a signing without you, so if you're listening to this and you're like, I would like to meet Steph, Ah. never mind, Sarah, you can pretty much guarantee that we'll be uh, together at future shows. We're like, (laughs) we're usually at those things together. Yeah. Steph's pretty good. I would go. I would go to to a Sarah and Steph signing for Steph. I'm fine. <laughs> okay, we got back to the UK. That was our last international trip of the year. Um, we got like a really big book delivery with all of like the Kickstarter books, and that was like two massive pallets, and that took over our living room for pretty much the um, next two months. I want to say they were supposed to be delivered to our storage unit, and they turned up at our house. No, no, no. These ones were meant to turn up at the house because oh, well, it oh. was the Kickstarter stuff. It was the it was the R Super Adventure Two delivery that turned up at the house, and that was meant to be at the storage unit. Do you know what's like really scary? When you're minding your own business and you're like, I do, I'm getting a delivery at the storage unit. <laughs> and then oh. it arrives at your house. <laughs> so going back in time to probably like around May, June time, like we basically were expecting, this was like the second delivery that we scheduled to get delivered like straight to our storage unit. We had like a delivery of our Super Adventure 1 books like earlier in the year that we got delivered straight to the storage unit. And that was a great, like they got delivered like right to this place. They got kind of like lowered off the lorry. We got like a big pallet truck. We got to just take them to the storage unit, put them straight in. It was great. Um, the RC Prevention 2 delivery I don't know what happened because I it literally was like the same address as last time please mm-hmm. and just as we were about to leave to go wait at the storage unit we just saw this big lorry like this big like heavy goods vehicle just like backing up into our like little weird like drive area and I was like Let's just see what this van's gonna do because it's got like it's it's got like a certain aura that I recognise a book delivery aura, and then they were like, "Yeah, we've been. This is the address we were given. We have to drop these two pallets here." So that was like another two pallet delivery. But then we eventually kind of took everything. It only took like three or four car trips of. We had to stuff. like unload all the books into our living room, which our living room can just about take um, that many books, and then we had to load them all the way into our car. And then unload them all the way into our storage unit. And I am a baby. I am. But now they're they're like now they're there though. Yeah. (laughs) Like at least they don't take up all the space in our house now because we we we've we've definitely gone through like periods of time before where like our house is just like filled with books. Yeah. 
So now it's like definitely like a lot less like that. Yeah. It's like we've still got some books on hand, but like not like a whole living room full of them. So we've got enough books on hand for our online shop, which is the sponsor for today's episode. Ah! <laughs> slash shop. <laughs> Buy books and Please. accessories. Get them out of our house. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was. That was that. We had a book delivery. We started fulfilling that Kickstarter, which took like the next like two months because we were like doing it while doing other stuff. And hopefully everyone's got their books by now. If you backed the RC Super Canadian Adventure Kickstarter and you haven't received your stuff yet, um, make sure you've if you haven't filled out your survey, fill out your survey. Um, and if some if you have filled out your survey and it's not arrived, just get in touch with us through the Kickstarter page and we'll figure out what happened for you. Um, we bought a huge pesto flag for MCM London October. Mm-hmm, we did, that's So true. that was cool, because, like, um, I think... I can't remember who we were next... We were at a booth, I want to say, and maybe it was the one in Glasgow, and I noticed that the, 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 the booth had, like, massive flags on their store, and I was like, oh, what if we had flag? And what if, <laughs> what if we had flag? <laughs> and what if it had pesto on it? And then we made that happen. Like, we ordered, like, this big, huge, like, four-meter high flag, which is, like... I think four-meter is, like, the big, like, the booth height regulation or something. And so we did that, and it was cool. Like, I, I assembled it in our back garden at first, and it was, like, you could see out of, like, our office window and just have, like, Pesto's face peering at you. It was very surreal and weird. But, yeah, that was cool. We did that. Uh, we did MCM London again. That was a great show. Thank you to everyone who came out. Uh, November, we did Fort Bubble up in Harrogate, which is the first time it's been up in Harrogate. Um, we set up our table there, and then we went to watch WWE live, because um, WWE... WWE... <laughs> How many W's are in WWE? Two, baby. I keep saying W and it sounds like so many letters. We went to watch WWE um, do a show in um, Manchester where they were taping both Raw and SmackDown in the same taping. So it was like getting to watch like all of the wrestle people at one show. My favourite cool. bit was when the smoke machine like just went hardcore <laughs> and like the smoke, like there was too much smoke coming out and there was a boy going down the aisle into the ring but you couldn't see him because of all the smoke and then the smoke started and like moved onto the crowd and the crowd got covered in smoke and we were very high up so we didn't get smoke yeah. on us but uh, it was great, it was It was cool, it was, um, pretty it, cool, pretty it, neat. it was during Ricochet's entrance, like the smoke machine just like got so big and just so crazy and then like they were all making jokes about about it after the episode aired on like social media and stuff and I thought that was really fun because it was like no we were there we saw the smoke <laughs> but like yeah he does like he does like a lot of like flips and jumps in his entrance and stuff and oh, I think no. but, but, yeah like we, I think we basically just about saw him like land in the ring like he does like a very much like a superhero landing kind of thing yeah. oh, I turned up my volume a lot when that landed on the floor um so yeah that was really cool um it was like it was fun seeing the wrestling get filmed. It was very weird watching the wrestling without there being the usual commentary that you expect on the TV because yeah, it's, it's like quiet and lots of thumping and that's about it. Really. Yeah, it feels like it, if you hear them like make a loud like thudding sound on the mat or whatever, it feels like oh yeah, that was a good moment. <laughs> um, we got to see um, I think it's Montez Ford from the um, the Street Profits. He did like a big jump out of the ring and landed really awkwardly on the commentators table, and that felt like a very big kind of like kind of moment. But um, yeah, then he went. He got back in the ring and um, he waggled the ropes a lot, and that's like I see people gift that all the time on the internet, and it's nice to be like, oh, we were there, we, were there. we, were there. we saw that, we saw that from like a side angle. <laughs> so yeah, that was fun because like, um, we'd never been to like a proper like WWE show before. We went to like an NXT show in Nottingham a couple years ago, so it was nice seeing like like the the full thing, mm-hmm. and it was cool. That just fell on the floor again, but I'm gonna keep going. It's fine. Um. 
So yeah, um, we did Thought Bubble. We bought like a bunch of cool stuff there. Um, we got Hexfet by Sam Davis. We got James Chapman's Posca sketchbook. We got um, Lisa Tramer's Minotaur book from uh, Shortbox. Um, Sammy Brothers' final issue of Drought Rhinos in Space, which we've been like slowly occurring over the years. And we finally picked up um, Hamish Steele's new version of Pantheon after like having the old one for like ages. I feel like you picked that book up like years ago now. Yeah. So that was really cool. Um, and then um, on the Saturday night, we went and got pizza with Jonah and Vasquez of Invader Zim fame. But we're incredibly awkward people, and we hadn't actually like booked like a food place anywhere. So we kind of walked around Harrogate and eventually found like a pizza place that had like some like seating available because everywhere was like booked it was, up it was really fancy and i think none of our scenes <laughs> oh my god yeah but it was nice though it was like a really good pizza <gasps> the pizza wasn't even cut up they just handed you a big pizza a big circle um but yeah it was it was pleasant we went to the football after party um i did zero dancing let's usually do a lot of dancing there. <laughs> zero dancing zero dancing no dancing for me this year thanks um but yeah so uh we hadn't been to harrogate before uh send us harrogate eating places recommendations for when we return whenever that may be <laughs> but yeah um and then did we do anything else we did birmingham mcm I think we that was like our, our last show of the year, uh, which is nice. It's our local show, um, and that was really lovely. Like um, it was, I think it was just like a really nice show to like end the year on. Uh, we had a really good time. Um, you good? Yeah, I just had to fix uh, <laughs> fix my Every, mic stand a little bit. Everything is falling apart. It's been haven't used this stuff in a year, and it's all. It's been a long. It's been a long, <laughs> a long year. This is a big episode. It's been a long year. A long year, a big episode, and a lot of things are falling apart around us. But. Yeah. Um. So yeah, then we get to December. Um, where we were mainly just working on secrets and new secret book pitch stuff. So we can't yeah. talk about any of that stuff. I'm but really. Hopefully, we will be talking about this on the podcast in the next few months. Yeah, I'm really excited about the secrets. <laughs> <laughs> they've been a lot of fun and i am very ready for them to be announced yeah so um but things that have been announced is um i wrote a short story for sonic the hedgehog oh yeah the Sonic. so the Sonic the hedgehog idw comic series there's a um there's an, an annual, annual coming out in march in march yeah in it's march. a 2020 annual um i've written a six-page story uh this being illustrated by someone else um, I'm, but I'm really, really excited about it, and I will talk about <laughs> it in more detail once it comes out. But uh, yeah, you should, you should pick that up. I love Sonic the Hedgehog, so being asked to do something for Sonic is pretty cool. It's like, yeah, it's up there. <laughs> yeah, it was very cool. Um, 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 I, I also I did some covers for Life is Strange, so only one of them has been revealed. But it, I can mention that I've done. Th- three more that will be shown over the next months I and guess they're, they're all kind of like interconnected as well yeah right? like there's a theme that front so they, they catch them all go catch them all yeah <laughs> tells their own uh, their own tiny story yeah um so that's cool yeah um 
Donor the Destroyer, our aforementioned book that we're working on together, there's actually like a free preview comic that's going to be coming out in comic shops as far as free as part of Free Comic Book Day this year. Yeah. So May second, which is like a month before the book comes out, if you go down to your local comic shop, you should be able to get like a free little preview of Donut the Destroyer and also like loads of other cool free comics as well. Like and also pick up some comics just in general. Like support your local comic shop, like we were saying before. And Free Comic Book Day is a really good day to start doing that. Like. It's a very big day, and it's always really good, really big and friendly. Um, we should be doing an event at Travelling Man in Manchester on Free Comic Book Day this year, so we'll have more details for that in the future, but if you stay tuned to like all the social media stuff, we'll have like times for that, but it'll be on February... February? It'll be on May 2nd, <laughs> uh, 2020. Yeah, I'm, re- I'm so excited for people to see that book. Um, so you should definitely come to like Free Comic Book Day and see a little bit of it early. It's yeah. got like um, I think it's got at least one, if not two, of my very favorite pages from that book <laughs> in the in the free comic book. And then when the whole book comes out, you can see all my favorite pages because uh-huh. it's the whole book. Yeah, it was excited to, that it was chosen for to be a free comic book day thing. So I'm excited to be kind of part of that weird like lineage. I yeah, guess. it's kind of nice to be part of like an event like that in such a cool way. So yeah, come get sig- yeah. and yeah, come to the Traveling Man Manchester and get signatures from me and staff. When- yeah, we'll sign it. Yeah, maybe yeah. I'll figure out a cool showbiz signing by that point. <laughs> Mine has a heart and a smiley face. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, 28. <laughs> um, what else is coming out this year? Um, we're gonna be at San Diego Comic Con again, mm-hmm. but um, everything about that is kind of still very t- TBC. But we'll, yeah, be, we'll, we'll be there. We're ironing we'll out the there, details, baby. but we'll be there. And then um, I hope it's mild. We're starting again. to plan a potential book tour for Donut um, but, around June. Yeah, around when the book comes out. But, but we haven't got that figured out just yet. But I think we're we're planning on hopefully hitting the west coast of America. Yeah, so west coast, we'll baby. have more details for that when we figured them out. But we're still in the planning stages. And then stuff like plushes again, we really want to figure out. But again, planning we're deep, deep in the planning stages. Um, are you ready for some hot, hot questions? I am. Okay. Wait, wait. So that was just just to quickly wrap up this whole huge section that we just did. That was our 2019. We were so busy. That's why there were no podcast episodes. Now, now, now we're still busy, but we're back on doing the podcast again because we missed doing it. It was really fun. And... Also, I don't want to feel crushing guilt every time someone mentions it this year because people mention it to us and it's always like the nicest thing and then I feel really bad. So it's going to be positive now because I can be like, yeah, we brought it back. I always felt like it was (laughs) like a pleasant surprise but also, and then there's a little smattering of guilt for me. Yeah. To be like, oh, I'm so happy to hear people enjoy the podcast. Oh no, there's not been an episode. (laughs) Well, now we're back and we're going to try and keep this fairly regular. Like it might not be weekly. I'd like to maybe bi-weekly. Mm. Maybe monthly. No, we should do it every day. Every day. We've got a little podcast. We joked about this on. I was like listening to the last podcast we did, <laughs> like like last night, and I swear that we made a joke about doing a podcast every day. And, and I say, we well, let the people down. And when down. I say we made a joke about this, you made a joke about now this. Now we see like two a day. Gotcha. Oh okay. No. Cool. I'm ready for okay. some questions. Are you going to read them out in a fun voice? I'm not going to read them out in a fun voice because I feel like that's rude. Because real people ask these questions. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Um. So, Jace, or at Dimmer on Twitter, mm-hmm. asked, what was your best con this year in terms of experience? Like, people coming to your booth and having fellow artists interact with you. Oh, I feel like UK and US are, like, two different categories, right? Okay, so favourite UK, favourite US, then. I love London MCM. Oh, yeah. Um, that's, like, it's 
I think the biggest show that we do in the UK and we have our little booth which is really fun and nice and um, everyone's just like oh, no, I don't know no can I say that but everyone's really nice at all the shows <laughs> I, I, I really enjoy London Amsterdam it's a very big show um, everyone's really lovely but to be honest everyone's really lovely to us at all the shows yeah. I can't choose I'd say London MCM's best just in terms of like the volume of people we see at those shows no, it's, very, kind of like, it's very busy it's like mind boggling it, it always it's like a it's, I think it's the only three day show that exists in the UK mm-hmm. and it's always like a blur of like it's three days that go by very quickly yeah yeah and it's like it's like really cool yeah I think mean, also how like there's a there's a May MCM and a Lon- um, an October MCM for London I'm gonna count them both as the same show yeah. right um, but I feel like they happen when we have loads of new things as well yeah. like that's just the timing so it's really fun to go to the shows and be like look at look at our new book <laughs> look at our new things um, I continue it to be like I think um, Thought Bubble is like the coolest one just in terms of like hanging out with people because I feel like all our friends do that one yeah like so that's all, really nice all of our friends who like make comics end up doing that show mm-hmm. and it's nice to sort of have this like end of year catch up and because they've moved it back to like November time like it's like it's become like an end of year con again which is kind of cool which is yeah it's fun and then what's your favorite US show I love them all again uh, um, like, I'm so torn because like I feel like I feel like I hold ECCC, SDCC, and NYCC all, like, up in the same regard. But, like, maybe New York? I think... Maybe San Diego? I want to, like... Maybe ECCC? I want to mention C2E2 as well. Oh, C2E2 in Chicago. is really good. I, the, oh, yeah. I don't know. Think, think <laughs> That's about, too difficult. I think about shows, like, um, it's been, it's been really nice. It's kind of like, no, whenever you have, like, a show coming up, you're like, oh you don't know how it's going to go and you hope that like people want to come out and say hi and it goes well and and every time that we do shows like people do come out and like everyone's really nice to us and we always have an amazing time so um yes if you came to like anything in 20 in with all the things we did in 2019 if you came to those and said hi like we really appreciate it thank you for that yes. and <laughs> all the years prior as well. okay we've got two more questions okay i'm ready um, at hollow snowflake asks um, did you set a goal at the beginning of 2019 for something you wanted to do or achieve, and how did it go? I don't know if I did. Did you? Um, I think the plushes were kind of that oh, goal because, yeah. like, we started developing them really, really near the start of the year, and it was like kind of slow going for a while. Where like we were sort of like we were going through prototypes, and there was like a lot of kind of space in between, and it took a lot of kind of like back and forth, and then, I've, like. It wasn't until we got, like, the prototypes finally sent through to us in the post that I think we were like, okay, actually, this is, like, really cool, and we got really hyped up about it, and then we finally, like, like ordered a bunch. Like, we, I think the fact that we opened pre-orders for them on the web store, and, like, I think we just had such an overwhelmingly positive response to them that yeah. it was just really, like, it was cool that, like, it was nice knowing that, like, all the hours we'd spent going back and forth with prototypes and trying to get stuff like exactly the way we wanted it to be wasn't like like wasted time I guess I feel it was like, like really cool plushies were really complicated to do as well and um, yeah it was totally like something new for us so yeah, yeah that one response was really cool yeah um, <laughs> and yeah I we totally want to do more uh, but we, we've got to figure out got to get over some kinks and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah we've got like some people we need to email back and yeah. bits and pieces did you uh, did you have a goal for this year? <laughs> get new plushes made. <laughs> no I mean I guess it was like kind of like like 
we've just finished working well we've got we kind of just finished like the first big draft of a new pitch for like a book yeah and i guess like that's going to be like the main project this year hopefully so i guess it's just like hopefully we get to see that through to becoming like a big final thing i'm very excited for that secret yes excited for all, all the secrets that are currently secret right now yeah we, as soon as it's not a secret we'll tell you loads more about it mm-hmm. promise and then um last up we got dz underscore m says were there any comics or shows that you saw and really liked but you didn't see that many people talking about okay ko okay ko is like the hugest one like it's like the best cartoon on cartoon network and it's like it's sadly come to an end now but it's like wonderful and if you can like somehow like watch it and like rave about it online because it's like the best show ever like it's made by Ian Jones Corti, who's like the husband of Rebecca Sugar, who does like um, Steven Universe, and he's got like there's so much influence from like the old Sonic cartoons in it. So I think he's like a really big fan of them, and it's just like oh, it's just great. It's like this really positive, wholesome show about a kid who's like like training, like not. It's just a, a kid who's like a superhero in training, and like his like friends that he works at like a bodega with, and. It's just really zany and weird and cool, and I love it a lot. There's, like, it's... You can't have it on in the background, and you have to give it all your, your attention, because it has so much, like, visual comedy that is so, so funny. Um, and it's just, like, it's perfect! I love that show, and I'm really sad that it's ended. They do a lot of stuff where their characters go, like, extremely, like, off-model and make weird faces, and it's just... Oh, there's, like, so much, like... There's so much, like... like there's so much creativity and like weird random joy to it yeah and they also they did a, they did an episode with Sonic Hedgehog in that oh, was yeah. so perfect as well it was very good oh, I miss it I hope they bring it like we, we just bought the first season on DVD from imported from Australia there's a company called Madman who they brought they brought out like the first season as a like a couple of DVD box set and I'm hoping they bring out all of it because I mm-hmm. think there's only like three seasons overall so yeah yeah. Crossed. yeah um, people should talk about it and watch it more <laughs> i was gonna say um santa clarita diet was amazing oh, I, don't think I, had, too. I don't think i see people talk about that nearly enough like that was this amazing comedy show on um on netflix the star drew barrymore and timothy oliphant what mm-hmm. his name is because he yeah. keeps popping up in other stuff at the moment <laughs> but like it was like it was just really funny and i feel like the the, the the third and final series was like it had never been more funny and i don't think it, i think it's really rare to find a tv show that gets better the more the series go on normally like it'll start really high and then it'll slowly get weaker but this show like kind of really hit its stride with season three and then netflix announced that there wouldn't be a season four which was heartbreaking because it's the show where like it's the kind of show where there's like there's there's storyline developments and cliffhangers and like yeah, it was like it kind of like left off and with like a lot of un- unanswered questions, I guess. Um, I feel like the for a zombie comedy is it a zombie? Uh, no, wait, it's like oh, I was gonna do a, a wordplay. Yeah, you can't you can't put a Z in front of comedy to say any word because it is just zombie zombie. It's a, it's zombies. It's I a, love it's zombies. A, it's a really good zombie comedy. Yeah, there's already zombies though. A zombie. Like, Huh? What? She's a zombie. She's not really a zombie though. She just has to eat human flesh to live. Okay. Well, uh, anyway, it's really good. It's on Netflix still. You should check it out. Like, it just gets better and better. Like, it's a bit gory in places, but it's just it's really funny and it gets better as time goes on. Season three, it's great. I laughed so many times. Did a bunch of shows that we got into like get cancelled because we were watching Last Man on Earth as well and that got cancelled. That that finished years ago, but we'd we'd only ever watched like. 
one and a half series of it, but we mm. finally watched all of it now, and then it ends just as a big cliffhanger thing happens, and I think that was cruel. Okay, KO gets wrapped up there, doesn't it? Okay, KO, they got to wrap it up, yeah. They yeah. did, like, the last few episodes really kind of, like, took all those. The, the, the last episode did this really cool thing where it almost, like, showed... It was, like, almost like a quick clip show of showing like little snippets and highlights of all the weird things that the characters will get into in the future and it was like really sad also because it was like it's kind of weird because like you watch this kind of like show for like so long and then they did this little like like this little sort of show where it was like showing hey here's like all the things that could have happened it was really good um what about comics were there any comics that you really liked that you didn't see many people talk about um I think one of my favorite comics that I read this year, but I feel like I have seen a lot of people talk about it, is uh, Cosmo Nights by Hans Templar. Oh, yeah. uh, oh well, more people could be talking about more it. More people. You should. Yeah. Cosmo Nights is just, like, really tight. Like, yeah. for, uh, like the story, the artwork, colors, part of the artwork, but the colors are, like, their next level as well. Hannah's, like, very, very talented and great. Yeah. I think um, it's a very yeah. good sci-fi book. It's so good. I really enjoyed it. And that. also, like, it's very heavily about, like, robot mech suits, which other, uh, you know, how you can't, you can't have a book about robot mech suits and it'd be bad, in my opinion. Yeah, so it's, that's like a... If you see that, you should definitely pick that up. Preferably from your local comic book store. Whoa, yeah. Support your local comic store. So yeah, right. I think that's it. <laughs> I think that's it for this episode, this first episode back. Um, I feel like the next episode we do might be about all the things that we enjoyed last year, maybe. Oh, yeah? Like like TV, film, games, stuff like that. Yeah. Because I think there was like a lot of games that I played in like the last 12 months. So yeah, yeah, that's probably going to be the next episode, which will definitely not be in a year. I promise, hand on heart. Oh no. (laughs) So I can verge, I've slapped my hand on where I think my heart is. And we'll we'll do another podcast soon. Probably like not, not more than a few weeks. So um, yeah, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for like listening to our very long rambly 2019 retrospective episode if anyone quizzes you on what we did th- uh, last year now you know yeah and You're... some vague ideas of what we're going to be doing this year as well um sorry for all of the interruptions with the cats and the technical difficulties th- this is what it is we're, <laughs> we're a very casual podcast i feel like they're all like they're like sleeping around us now yeah. i feel like they they got all the chaos out of their systems and then they're like they're tuckered out they're just gonna sleep yeah i haven't been able to hear the podcast through my headphones for like at least the last 20 minutes of the show ever since the headphone splitter fell on the floor again but that's all good we'll figure podcast this out for the future we're back i need some longer wires i think those wires are very short they're the only ones i've got ah. <laughs> but yeah um thank you for tuning in um as always like you can follow us on twitter and instagram and stuff um i think i'm at tiny spells on twitter and sarah is at sarah grady art yeah like you know art A-R-T. Um, if you got questions for the podcast, um, you can send them to us on Twitter, like at rsuperpodcast, or the email address, rsuperpodcast at gmail.com. Sure. Sounds like what the email should be. Probably Why not? Is. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, thanks for tuning in. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Is that how we're ending it? <laughs> I love it. Um, as as always, <laughs> as, as you did last a year ago. Yeah. Um, keep, keep being, being super. super.